you want us to test how effective these snow tires are on this Porsche 911? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You can't know. You can't I can't know test if... either of those things. Yeah, when like we the can... snow tires are on the Porsche 911. Yeah. Yeah, we we drive around in the snow and it feels to drive in the snow. So I can't tell you if the tires are good or if the car's good. Yeah. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the podcast, the show dedicated to talking about all the progress things in life, like YouTube content creation and video games. I'm one of your co-hosts, Jesse Kazam. Uh, and I am, fortunately, luckily, uh, a streamer, which means that <laughs> I am one of the few lucky elite allowed to play uh, Escape from Tarkov Arena. Oh, a just AMA. Hop right into it. Oh, man. I would ask how you're doing, but we've been gaming all week long. We've been yeah, like, you know how I was doing, dude. Yeah. So Until the last two games. Yeah. Those last two games. Suddenly, suddenly nice. a smile was on my face. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, well, that has been <laughs> the experience. But um, yeah, I mean, there's really there's really not a whole lot else to go over this week other than the final, finally, kind of. Not all the way, but a little bit. Release of the long-awaited Escape from Tarkov Arena mode. And it wouldn't be right unless we admitted our streamer privilege and first talked about the rollout of the game. <clears throat> so everybody, you know, it was like we talked last week and I, I got the podcast posted a little early because we were talking about it. Everyone thought it was going to be Thursday last week and then it wasn't and then DreamHack started and then they did the tournament. They did the three-day tournament and then Saturday, Nikita does his little like freaking Steve Jobs keynote speech at the thing and he's like tomorrow, Sunday, we will release the first wave of Escape from Tarkov Arena and uh yeah, and so Sunday. What, we'll, now, what did now? What did he say? Because I never watched the clip. I've just seen everybody quoting it <laughs> and assume that he had an explanation. Am I? And what I what I've heard was that he said either that it was based on when you bought the game, or we're going to start rolling it out to EOD players. Okay. Or... So he didn't say anything Saturday on his keynote speech on the podcast, the most recent Tarkov TV Live, where they like talked about the new recoil and showed us the vaulting and that kind of stuff that that happened like a few weeks ago, a month ago, maybe on that. He was like, arena's coming. It's coming very soon. That was when he announced, I believe for the first time, I could be wrong here that it was going to be coming out in waves. And at that podcast, he said, and the waves will be based on how long you've had uh, Escape from Tarkov. And so it definitely wasn't like a super duper clear like, hey, we're going to do it. Because I think he said like the earliest people to buy Escape from Tarkov and Arena. So even on that day, I remember thinking, OK, a little bit of confusion the first people to buy Escape from Tarkov, EOD, would be a really long time ago. The first people to buy Arena would be very recently because they just made the site live. So it was still confusing, but it definitely was the vibe of like chronological order. If you've had EOD the longest, you would get it earliest. That was the vibe. Even if it, even if it was you in order of who bought Arena too, you would think it would be from the first. So... Okay, the first, well, the first thing that comes to mind there, because this hadn't occurred to me until you just said it, and then when you said it, it totally changed my mind. Mm -hmm. 
because people have been freaking out for a number of reasons that we'll get into. But one of those reasons is that I just bought Arena today yeah. and got access. Yeah. Whereas this guy had EOD in 1994 and doesn't yeah. have access. <laughs> yeah. Now, if if Nikita said, I'm I'm literally thinking about this like I'm programming this into a computer. Yeah. Like imagine randomly selecting EOD players. Mm-hmm. Uh, from you know some yeah. subset, how how whatever it is, whatever it is was probably just a buggy logic. They probably just broke that too, yeah. so that's why it randomly selected just like anyone. Um, but then also the first people to pre-order Arena note that all of us who have had EOD forever had we never pre-ordered Arena. Yeah. So <laughs> imagine if like nobody pre-ordered Arena except for a few people who never played Tarkov. Yeah. Or who didn't. Yeah. So if like a hundred people pre-ordered Arena and ten million people all had EOD, you'd get a subset of of the EOD and yeah. then all one hundred of the people who bought. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing so so anyways. He mentions that and it's classic Nikita, classic unclear, classic whatever. But the vibe, the gist of what he was saying was definitely it should be based on how old your account is. And then, uh, so Sunday rolls around. They finish off the tournament. The tournament ends. While the last round of the tournament is going, the first wave of emails start going out saying, hey, yeah, you know, congratulations. People were downloading and people were getting in. Now, there were the two main bugs. We'll get through the quick one because the quick one was simple. And that was... Um, you and me and Seal and a bunch of other people were in a wave of people that were like, congratulations, you're in. But the launcher wouldn't let us download the game. I had a lot of people, you know, once again. Uh, no, I wasn't like that. Yes, you were. That wasn't me. Yeah. Yes, you were. Then what, you, you didn't play with us for hours because you couldn't download the game. No, I never got, I had never had the email. Oh, What? I got the email and downloaded the game instantly. Oh. within As soon as I got access, I downloaded the game. It just took forever for me to download. But I was waiting. Yeah. No. Okay. So oh, well, total, total, total transparency. Gotcha. I, 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 I need it to be known that I, so I was like trying to figure out like, you know, obviously I yeah. want to get in and see all these people getting right. Um, someone reached out to one of the BSG <laughs> yeah. community managers and was like, hey, can you hook him up? Okay. So I got hooked up through BSG. Okay. I, like, I'm not going to say no to that. I'm not going to no, yeah, deny it. Of course. Um, no, I no, also no. will defend that, that that's fair and reasonable for a bunch of other reasons. Um, yeah. But okay, I need to make it clear. I don't want to pretend like yeah. I wasn't given some sort of prioritization. Yeah, I was too. Um. Once again, I literally said it on stream. I wasn't. I wasn't trying to hide it on stream on Sunday, and I don't care to hide it now. Yeah, no. But the, what would happen was okay. So I didn't know you hadn't gotten your email. So they're doing. They're doing it weird with like they don't, they send out emails in batches. Batch one emails go out. Velian gets it. Jinji gets it. A bunch of people get it. They immediately start downloading the game. Okay, ten minutes after Velian gets his email, I get my email. Seal gets his email. Okay. We can't download the game. And I was like, I was like, Velian, what'd you do? Did you have to restart your launcher or whatever? If they wouldn't let us download the game, 
Uh, I like reinstalled the launcher. It wouldn't let me download the game. And I couldn't download it for three hours, even though I had been given access. Like it was like, and I reached out to the community manager. They're like, yeah, it's a bug. We're working on it. And there was a group of us. And then even after that, there were non-streamers in my chat. Three hours after I got the email, I should have been able to download the game being like, oh, I just got my email and I'm downloading right now. And I was like, oh man, did you like, did you install the launcher weird? Did you have to update anything? And they're like, no, as soon as I got my email, I was able to do it. So my special privilege was that I had been given access. There was a bug where I couldn't download it and they gave me like a code or something that let me immediately started downloading it. That didn't skip me in line. I was in, I had been given access already and it just was, wasn't working. And then they let me, they got me in. Anyway, so that was the that was the first bug, which is the simplest one because they got that resolved in in a, a few hours. I guess that's the only bug. The, the The big other thing to talk about with the rollout is that um, the vibe was very much it was going to be based on how old your account is, and that's very much so not what has been happening over these past three days. Yep. Um, you have people who. Literally every everything in between. You have people who had the game back when it was an alpha, EOD, that still don't have access. You have people that had the game back then who do have access right now. You've had people who bought EOD recently. Like I had a bunch of people say, I just upgraded to EOD like two months ago and I have access to Arena. You had a bunch of people who pre-ordered Arena, you know, because they the pre-orders went live in August. So a bunch of people who are like, yeah, I pre-ordered Arena not too long after the pre-orders came up and I have access. You have people that pre-ordered Arena on the Arena site that still don't have access. You have everything in between. There definitely could be a part of this. Like, you know how I was mentioning it on the podcast and I was trying to like preach it from the choir on my stream, which was that, um, and they, and once again, they should have been, if this played a part in it, they should have been way clearer about this. But remember I was telling you, if you had EOD, you had to go to arena.tarkov.com, log in with your arena.tarkov.com. I suspect that's a part of it, that they were pulling from the people who had done that. And my reach is only so big. The podcast's reach is only so big, right? I was saying that all the time, but assuredly, my, my audience is not that big. Assuredly, You know, there's thousands of people listening to this going, oh, fuck, yeah. and they're pulling up the browser window as we speak. Assuredly. Nine ninety percent of the community that had EOD hadn't done that, right? And even yeah, in my okay. chat right now, somebody's saying I didn't do any of that and I got access. So it's like it's all scum. No, so here's here's the thing though. So when I had gotten the message from BSG when I was waiting, and it was like me, landmark, pestily, like yeah. we were all just sitting there twiddling our thumbs. I sat for eight hours yeah. on my stream with my dick in my hand. Yeah, uh, you know. Um and they were the first thing they said was we're we're running into technical issues. Yeah, I, I think they had bugs and problems with their rollout that was fucking with like yeah. People keep seeing this as some nefarious thing. Yeah, yes. Their their communication that everybody's desiring for communication. Their the what they would have communicated if they were honest is we fucked up. It's kind of a mess right now. Yeah, we're fucking scrambling to try to figure this out and everything's on fire, give us a little bit. Yeah. I think that would have been nice to have. You know what I mean? Or even 
even if they said, hey, the rollout didn't go according to plan. We were trying to roll it out chronologically, but something messed up and we don't want to stop the rollout. So going forward, we are going to start assigning people randomly. Obviously, the amount of salt wouldn't have changed, right? Like people are salty about this. They'd be salty about that for sure. But I still think as a net, there would have been a net positive for them to have given that that clarification because oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, because they dropped it, the ball eight, like eight billion percent. Yeah, because it just seems like it, it. it's the classic thing. We talk about this all the time when we're talking about like events, right? Like we went through this big time when we the, the stupid poison event on customs where if you don't speak Russian and follow them on Twitter to decipher their like weird image, you would have never known to not not go customs because you're going to get poisoned. Right. S similarly. If you don't watch every podcast, if you're not in streams all the time, you wouldn't have known that you had to go log in to arena.tarkov.com. You wouldn't have known when the, th like, it just, it was all bad. Every all, all the important be be uh, bits of information about the chronological rollout and about logging in were like really glossed over on the podcast, which puts them in a bad spot where like, if they had communicated nothing, nobody would have had expectations. Right, like if they'd communicated absolutely nothing at all and the rollouts just started rolling out randomly, people would have been like, oh, I guess they're just doing it randomly. That's lame. If they had communicated more effectively, people would have been like, oh, this is kind of lame. But because they, they always do this, they always sit in the middle where they kind of communicate. The communication confuses everyone and then they don't even do what they communicated, which was a confusing communication. Mm -hmm. So it was just like so scuffed. Just the whole thing, you know what I mean? How and and here we are, and, and it's funny because like I thought we were just gonna be guessing, um, and this is what and there's so many layers to this, which is the most frustrating thing. Yeah, eight million things were getting conflated, and every single person that rolled into Twitter or rolled into Twitch chat, I, I'm I'm looking you in the eye. You understood thirty percent of it. Yeah, and and it's not your fault, but when you roll in fucking firing off rounds at everyone because you're upset yeah that yeah you're gonna get pushback so and i was trying to explain this whole this whole situation to people and people were refusing to understand that there were so many elements so many things that were confusing them you know like so someone in chat just said they feel like it was 100 streamers like it was all streamers yeah. and and a few like random people and here's here's the reason why, the reason why is it was what what day did it come out? Sunday. Okay. Um, literally every Tarkov streamer ever is going to be streaming and trying to play. If they don't have access, yeah. they they're not like they're <laughs> nobody. Nobody is gonna go and click on all of the streams to see how many people are staring at a launcher, you know, versus yeah. whatever. And also, it doesn't look good for BSG on release hype day to have a bunch of streamers sitting sitting at a launcher pissed yeah. off. Um, yeah. So it's like it's like a win win. Um, but then there's the whole matchmaking thing, which we'll get into. Which everybody who looks at the games that are being played and concludes that it's only streamers playing based on that. Yeah. You've thought about it for exactly four seconds, and you've never yeah. you, you decided everything you need to know at that point, and you didn't think to the next step which we'll get into when we yeah. get into matchmaking stuff yeah but so this whole idea where people were upset um so okay let me step back 
everyone acknowledges they fucked up. Yeah. Nobody if, if, if someone says that. I'll I'll call out any streamer if you say that they didn't fuck up and they rolled this out correctly, yeah, then I'm gonna say you're wrong and fucking come debate me. Yeah. Because I don't think anybody like that actually exists yeah. that's like a real person and not a bot. So yeah. we can all acknowledge they fucked up. So then when people come in and say, why the fuck is it only streamers playing? Yeah. And it's like, well, it's not only streamers because then half of the chat is like, well, I'm in, oh, I'm in, oh, I'm in, oh, I have access and I'm not even going to play. Yeah. All of these people who, it's like, are we not supposed to push back and, and try to yeah. dispel the myth that it's only streamers? Yeah. Because people come in and they want to know if they can play and they're like, oh, I guess it's only streamers. I guess I can't play. It's like, well, no, check your email. It's not only streamers. Yeah. Fuck. So there's that coupled with the fact that whatever the rollout plan is, yeah, there's no way that it is connected with streamers that were given codes. Yeah. There's no way it, it takes that into consideration. Yeah. So either they send out a 10,000 emails giving access and they give str no streamers codes or they send out 10,000 emails and they give a hundred streamers codes. Yeah. It doesn't change anything yeah. other than People are upset that someone got something that For they sure. didn't get. But now I would totally understand if rather than send 10,000 emails and give 100 codes out, they sent 9,900 emails yeah. and gave 100 streamers codes. Yeah. Because, but I, I, I'm I'm almost convinced. I mean, I, I can't yeah. know, but all evidence points to the fact that all of the codes were just given above and beyond whatever was going on separate from the rollout. Yeah. Um, so there's just so many fucking factors. Yeah, and, there's yeah. there are so many factors. And once again, and I, and I like I kind of really quickly stopped. I mean, I would do it from time to time, but stopped even talking about the whole like streamers only thing because the reality is is like they have you had justifiable anger and frustration, and that was just being targeted at like what's in front of my eyes, right? Like we talk about that all the time. It's just like, that's just, that's the human condition, right? It's it's right in front of my eyes. Um, like, you know what I mean? It's just like, if they gave a hundred, the top 100 streamers access, um, that was such a small percentage. You know what I mean? Maybe not initially, but like by the end of day one, you know what I mean? Like it was, it was every hour I was having people in my chat saying, I got my email, I got my email, I got my email. So like, if by the end of day one, there were 10,000 people in and they gave 100 streamers access, that's 1%, right? And so it's like, but I understood it because it's the frustration is there. They want to get in. You know, maybe they really did. It's a meme now. I've had EOD since 1984. You really, maybe they really did have EOD. And once again, and the expectation was set from BSG. So it was understandable. It was frustrating to be at the, you know, it was frustrating a little bit to see the like, you know, Jesse, can you get me a code? F these streamers who get special access. It's like, so if I had 10 codes to give out and I gave you one, would you deny it because you didn't want special access? Or would exactly. you or would you take it and would you start downloading Arena? Do you think if they're like, hey, let, I want to get you in, I'm going to say, no, no. I will gladly say, BSG's rollout was terrible. I will gladly point out any flaw that I see in the system. But if you're in my chat asking me for a code, 
you you want it. You want the special treatment. And if yeah. I and I, it would have been sick. No, they they're gonna stand in solidarity yeah, with their fellow. It would have been low key sick if everybody that got free access got ten codes to give to their chat, like you know their communities. That would be kind of sick. You know, I wish I could have done that for people, but like we just couldn't. And you would have taken a code. You would have taken access. Yeah, and, just, imagine if, and imagine if is, your man. paycheck relied on that as well. Yeah, that's the other and thing the too. Other is thing. that like that's yeah. that's one more layer, which is like you, and 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 I understand that like one percent of people listening are gonna be like, oh, boohoo, streamer, you know, yeah, whatever. Sure. But like, listen, I pay my bills with content creation. Okay, I don't make millions and millions of dollars. I took a hundred thousand dollar a year pay cut, even more, yeah. I'm sure, going full time to doing this. So. Me not getting access for a day is literally hundreds of dollars every day. It's thousands of dollars that I'm missing out on if I'm sitting looking at a launcher. I'm sorry, but that means more to me than you not playing means to you. But again, I fully recognize my frustration is what other people are feeling. And I completely and utterly get it. And I'm pissed off for you all 100%. the The logic of streamers only play fuck you streamers you all suck and then we say well it's not only streamers and they go well i'm just mad that they fucked up the communication and the eod rollout and they miscommunicated why don't you lead with that lead with that yeah don't say fuck streamers just lead with the reasonable take that we all agree with yeah once again and then we'd and then we'd be on the same page and we'd be homies yeah and the other thing is like uh, the other thing with the streamer thing is like I know of streamers who didn't get access. I know of streamers who it's funny because like you know the the other the big the other big mess up with the rollout for sure is that like if you if you it wasn't it also wasn't um it also wasn't ne- well we, we don't really know. But basically all I, all I'm trying to say is all I know is that people were buying copies of Arena on Sunday and Monday and Tuesday and getting instant access. That wasn't happening 100% of the time. Like I literally had some people in my chat today be like, yo, I just bought it and I, and I didn't get access. But it was happening enough that that's also a very valid thing to be frustrated about. Well, unle- I, well, well hold on. I interpreted what you said as that, like that makes sense. Well, hold on. But what I'm saying is back to the streamer thing. I also know of streamers who didn't get access on their mains and then just bought other accounts. They are perceived to be streamers who got in, but they didn't. Yep. They they were they said they said, hey, this $35 arena account is worth being able to grind on day one and make money streaming. So I'm gonna buy. And then those people had people coming in their chats saying it was streamers only, streamers got special privilege. It was like, yo, they're I'm, I'm buying accounts too. You know what I mean? So it was like, and here, I'm not saying you should buy an account to get a code. I'm just saying it goes back to the this concept of like, just because I see, you know, just because you're in the Escape from Tarkov arena category looking at streamers doesn't mean that every single person that was given a code was a streamer, right? There would only be like 14 total arena games. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And, and then also continuing on that, just because you see TV or TTV and someone's name in a game doesn't mean they're a streamer. And two, just because the only games you see yeah. streamers play against other uh, other players are against other like five man streamers doesn't mean that only streamers play the game. Yeah. All of these are fallacies. Yeah. They're all fallacies. Here's the here's the deal. Streamers are the ones that play for 10, 12, <laughs> yeah. 14, 16 hours a day for the first 4 or 5 days. They play in five man squads. They've been playing the longest. Yeah. They're 
on average going to be way better than the average casual who plays for an hour or whatever uh, a day. Okay. And then, so that means they get better gear. They progress faster. They move up in ELO. Everything gets pushed up and up and up and up and up. Yeah. So like street, like if you are a streamer, you are much more likely to be in a higher rank against other yeah, streamers. For sure. And, and of course, we don't. It, not every game is five streamers versus five streamers. A lot of them are five, five and five. But that's because yeah. they're five man squads and matchmaking is easy with five. Exactly. There yeah, are, yeah. There are plenty where it's just a couple of a couple of duos and a solo or a, a bunch yeah. of solos, and then half of them have TV in their name, and they're one viewer streamers that I guarantee BSG's never heard of, and they didn't give them a code. Yeah, yeah. They just decided they were going to go live today or whatever, yeah. right? Um, some of them are TTV names that are memes. Remember how long for years we talked about I got killed by another TTV, yeah. whatever, and you go and you look and they don't stream and then you think they're, they're a cheater. Yeah, yeah. So that's a meme, right? After this was all going on, I literally tweeted about this. The next game I was in, the first person who was like the top fragger, I pulled up their name and they were streaming League of Legends yeah. to three viewers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was like either a meme or it was their friend's account or whatever. But so again, yeah. just the assumption that you see TV in their name, it reinforces this whole myth 800,000 different ways that's just yeah. like listen streamers got preference and i think it's largely defensible and reasonable it didn't yeah. push anybody out it's it's unfair but like life is inherently unfair yeah. sorry um that's literally how everything in life works yeah it didn't come or shouldn't have come at the expense of the community For sure. and the community got fucked over by bsg and everyone yeah. knows it and everyone said it yeah uh, yeah, I understand. And, and and all of the adjacent things are also like valid feelings. Like, you know what I mean? People who are like, man, it just feels like, you know, like I've had a lot of people, I've had a lot of like really reasonable people, not like overly mad, be like, man, it just feels like BSG is just prioritizing new money. They're giving codes to people who are buying today and not giving me a code. And I've had EOD since 2018. And I'm like, man, that's a valid feeling. I, I will, I wouldn't go so far as to say that's what they're doing, but that's like a valid feeling when you see all these people getting in, right? It's just conflating those genuine concerns or genuine mess ups or genuine things with just like streamer is online, therefore I don't get one. I didn't get a code because you got a code, and it's like, mm -hmm. and once again, and, and largely I don't care. It's just it is a hard thing. It's just like. I can't think of an analogy, but just like think of yourself of just being told all day that you're the reason some someone else messed up and you're like, no, dude, they did mess up. I just don't think it was because of me. You know what I mean? So, so all yeah, that you, you want to be able to defend yourself yeah, without denying like, the problem. Yeah. So it's like, it's weird because like no streamers denying that some streamers did get special privilege, no streamers denying BSG messed up the rollout, no streamers denying they should have communicated better. No streamers denying you should get access if you had EOD for a really long time. You supported the project when it was much smaller and people are buying it. Like everybody agrees with everything except when you go into flat earth territory of like, it's a conspiracy, man. They did this. They told it about it and they intentionally lied because they're trying to get money to pay off this person because they have to pay off this person and the streamers and they pay all these streamers to promote the game every month. Like, you just don't have to go into La La Land. Everybody, including the streamers, agrees. You know what I mean? Everybody, it was so funny, Pestily became the hero when he did that video. It's like, Pestily had the bug. You know, Pestily was undoubtedly given special treatment with an early code. Pestily had the bug where he couldn't download the game. Pestily was given special access and they got him a download. 
But Pesley makes a video, you know, and I'm not hating on Pesley. I agree with everything Pesley said in the video. I'm just saying it's just interesting to hear the perspective shift because everyone's like, man, Pesley gets it, all you streamers. And I'm like, dude, what do you, like, Pesley got, like, special, 100% got special access, dude, you know? So it's just, it's just a fascinating And you know, if, if you went or made a video and I went and made a video saying the same things that Pesley said after the fact... That would have been you guys are just saving face to to look like yeah. a hero like Estelle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so now, so now you've backed us into a corner where we literally can't even do the thing that you're begging us to do without getting called fake or yeah, a hypocrite yeah, yeah. or whatever. When I reached out to BSG behind the scenes and was like, the the community is crumbling. You guys need to do something. What's going on? And I got the answer that is effectively and and in the the summary of the conversation was. Hey, I'm telling you what you already know, and you're and you're saying, "Hey, we're gonna come out with information soon." So, spoiler alert: I got nothing. I <laughs> there's nothing I could do. So, me making a video and me tweeting would have been yeah. nothing other than virtue signaling and trying to walk back my denial that streamer privilege exists, like all this yeah. bullshit. When it's just people mad that they miss the bus, yeah, on the field trip, and I know that terrible feeling. Yeah, and I'm with you. But you're fucking blaming, like, yeah. I don't know in the metaphor of the school trip who <laughs> is is adjacent. You're blaming the bus driver, but it was the principal's fault, you know. Like, was, yeah, exactly, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so once again, I mean, I I know that it's funny, you know. I'm I'm at a point, and and I've been, and the 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 way you know chat has been over these past five days is I know that I have convinced exactly zero people listening to this of changing their opinion, right? And, and it's okay with that. This is our podcast. If you don't like it, go don't watch it, right? Like, you know what I mean? We're, we're talking about it. But the summary is not a single streamer I interacted with, not a single human being I interacted with denies that this rollout was bad. It was scuffed and that BSG dropped the ball. Uh, if you want to be mad at me because I'm playing, then okay cool. You can do that. But like, nobody's denying that it was scuffed. Nobody's denying that you should be able to play. Um, it just is what yeah, it is, man. And, I, I have no power to change anything and I'm just trying to like have fun and, and most, and I think it. most people at this point get it. Yeah, I do. I think most reasonable, rational, rational people get it. And to be honest with you, I think some of the people that are exploding rage in our chats do get it. I just think they're mad. You know what I mean? I, I think I think yeah. it's just it's just where we are, man. They're frustrated, and it's just easy. It's super easy to do that, man. It's super easy to be super snarky uh, in in a, in a chat. You know what I mean? It, it's super easy, especially because you get people that that uh, you know take the pendulum too far the other way too. You know, it, you know, people come in with like genuine concern or like valid concern, and then somebody in the chat's like, "Bro, just be patient. Wait your turn. BSG's doing the best they can," and then you know. And it's like the gloves are off and people start getting crazy. And then I only, I look at chat and I just see that last message from the guy. So I'm like, dude, you're being mean. And then he didn't, it's just, it's all the things. And so I just, I, all I tried to do these past few days, I was getting frustrated on the first day, but like the, the past few days, I was really just trying to be like, have fun, create valuable entertainment, look over. And as long as you haven't crossed the line to like berating me or berating other people in chat, it's like, dude, get your frustration out. Let's just vibe, man. We're just, we're just vibing. We're just having fun. We're just talking. Like that's, that's all we gotta do. You know what I mean? It's, I just, I have no power. You know, so, 
Um, and, the, and the worst the worst part too is that all of the people that can't play they're really missing out on what is the most perfect fun game with no issues <laughs> that that they would absolutely be enjoying every moment of which is like definitely definitely so uh the last thing regarding the rollout before we actually start talking about arena is that yeah as of december 19th at night which was like a day and a half ago they said that they had sent out invitations to one third of the total queue of players that took them about three days to do that to get to that number they must be hand building the servers yeah like I, one by I don't one get i guess it, man. i don't i'm not sure what i'm not sure what is the limitation is again i don't get it would help undoubtedly like like what would your guess be just like obviously you don't know but what would your guess be on how many people have arena through eod and how many people have purchased arena what's the percentage breakup knee-jerk reaction what's your guess five percent have pre-ordered yeah pre-ordered arena yeah. and then the rest are the rest are a combination of EOD and streamers. I agree. Which, which we might as well just say EOD. EOD. <laughs> I would have said I would have said ten percent. I would have said ninety ten. You say ninety five five. It's even more inexcusable because like they knew that number, right? They know how many people have EOD, and you can just say us. I'm going to assume ninety percent of those people want to play Arena at least once. So the fact, like, just the server thing, it's crazy because... It, but, no, but we don't un but we don't know that it's server limitations. Yeah, you're, you're right, you're why. right, you're right, you're right. If, if it you're is definitely servers, not wrong. like, yeah. it makes sense that it's servers, to, like, that that would be the problem, but it doesn't make sense that they wouldn't know and wouldn't prepare and wouldn't... Yeah, 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 yeah. That, like, day one, suddenly they'd be like, oh my god, what the fuck? We had so many day people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah. So, so, again, I, I have to say, like, none of it makes sense. And... Yeah. I I I want it like my my gut is that it's something else, yeah, more complicated than that, yeah, that is leading to the issue, yeah. But I can't, I don't, I don't know, but I don't know what that could be, yeah. So to put that in perspective, the reason why I bring up that one third number is because previously, in some of the most recent wipes, the Tarkov has peaked at like over three hundred thousand concurrent players. Uh, so over three days, one third of the people not concurrently playing, but that have access to arena that have queued it. So it's like, we are definitely in six figure territory of people that have access to arena at this point. So and it's not just streamers that should theoretically, exactly. I'm not yeah. saying six figures are playing at any given time. I'm just saying, yeah, I literally 10, 20 minutes ago, I was told that, like, is it still only streamers? And I'm like, man, <laughs> oh, my God, a you know, there's, you know, go to the go to the arena category and just count how many there are. There's 200 streamers. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And I want and I and I would love to know, too, like, so all of us streamers, right? Like we've been playing against Landmark. We've been playing against like uh, the, the Smitty, like just all these all yeah. the big names you can think of, like we've played against them. Their ELO or ARP is, you know, somewhere between like 2000 and like 3500 or something you start yes. with what 15 or 12 i that's a good question i think 15 um i'd be willing to bet you that the vast majority of people are probably sitting at 1500 maybe less maybe i i don't know but like <clears throat> yeah you, maybe we should do a poll to see like what 
the average ARP is, and then yeah. also see go to like a hundred streamers streams and see what their ARP is. And like, I'd be willing to bet you that they're all way above average. Yeah. Um, and in, and in the lobbies at 1500, 1600 ARP, you probably are getting yeah. you, a couple, maybe one or two TTV names yeah. in there, but otherwise it's probably seven or eight, just normal people. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, that was the rollout. Everybody agrees on it. Nothing can be changed. And I'm sorry if you don't have access. Um, let's talk about the game. Let's talk about playing the video game. Um, Are you having fun playing Arena Veritas? The, the extent to which I have fun playing Arena is the extent to which... I mean, it's the same as normal Tarkov. The extent to which the game doesn't get in my way, and and oh. Arena as as far just, as let's just let's just pause there. Let's say that say that again. That's just that's so good because I've been trying to explain to my wife what she's like. Are you having fun? <laughs> I'm like, say that again. The extent to which I enjoy Arena is the extent to which the game doesn't get in my way. Um, when when I don't experience a lot of the weird, annoying things, the stutter steps, the aim punch, the blur, the what when 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 the stars align and there's the things that frustrate me, I don't experience. Yeah. Win or lose. Yes. Now it also just so happens that when those things happen don't happen, I win more often than I lose. Yeah. But win or lose, it's fun. Yeah. yeah. Um but as far as I can tell, yeah. As far as I can tell, if I were to describe arena. To someone who's played Tarkov, <laughs> copy paste to literally the entire game and yeah. put a new menu UI and new maps. But it's the same game. There's no, there's no, as yeah. far as I can tell, there's nothing different. It's right. the same movement, ballistics, shooting, everything is exactly the same. Except, it might as well have just be a copy paste on the except code. Somehow, some way, if you haven't played Arena yet, you won't believe me. And I, I envy your ignorance. Somehow the audio is worse. <laughs> I didn't know that was possible. Now I don't know, but so somehow I would only say it's the worse. Audio's worse. I would only say it's worse, um, because <laughs> Arena introduces kill cams, which actually yeah. I want to put that in the list of things to fucking talk about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because that's a whole other thing that um, but so there's. So it, it introduces more ways to experience the audio in the game. Yeah. But as far as I can tell, it has the same occlusion issues. It has the same silent footstep issues. Yeah. And it has the same ambiguity, you know, like, but yeah. I, now again, it's been nine or 10 months since I played Tarkov proper, but I, it has exactly the same issues that I remember. Yeah, and, and and like and that might be the case. You know what I mean? It might be that like you only notice audio issues when you get in a fight with somebody that like you didn't hear was there. You're getting into fights with somebody infinitely more frequently, faster, less downtime in between. Seconds. And here's the thing, I have been thinking about the audio. There's a lot. There's uh there's a lot of um I want to say noise, but like obviously there's a lot of um 
distraction. There's just a lot more going on. You're almost always five stacking, right? So it's like you got five people yelling. You have an, a Russian announcer freaking just screaming at you the first three days. It was so loud. Uh, you have, they literally yeah, put just random dot MP3 ambient noises. Sometimes on Bay 5, I'll hear a door open. And yep. it freaked me out at first before I was like, there are no doors to open an arena, but you'll just hear a door open. It's insane. And then there's, you know, 10 people in this super tight corner. I will say, though, as someone who mains Tarkov proper eight hours a day, six days a week, there haven't been many times where I've gotten um, completely missing audio. I've gotten audio that was occluded that wasn't supposed to be. I've gotten audio that wasn't occluded when it was supposed to be. I've gotten audio that I feel like the direction was flipped. I've gotten the bug where if you slow creep, you don't make any noise. So somebody just kind of creeps up to you. But I had, I mean, I, I'll find the clip. I need to find the clip. I was, it was laid into a match. So it was like 2v2, 3v2. So everyone had slowed down. The announcer wasn't going. I was holding an angle and I died. And I said, let's watch the kill cam. And the dude ran, jumped, ran up a ramp, jumped, ran across a connex on metal, ran through a connex, and just shot me in the back. And so that wasn't like, oh, it was too quiet. Oh, the announcer covered the volume. That was just like, my man isn't making sound. <laughs> you know what I mean? So... That probably happens in Tarkov, and you're probably right that it's not necessarily worse. It's just those things happen more often in Arena, but it it feels it feels worse than Tarkov as somebody who's plays Tarkov all day. There's a fine line between between being barely audible and yeah. not audible at all. Yeah, to the point where like if if any noise is happening, you just simply will not hear the yeah. thing. Yeah. Um. And going back and whenever I clip, whenever I'm like, that guy was silent and I look back, <laughs> the footsteps were there. Yeah. Turned down 98%. Yeah. Where where it's like you no one no one would hear it when it was happening at the time. But if you like, you know, hone yeah, in isolate up the gain, isolate, you listen for it, <laughs> you'll hear it. And it's the equivalent of if someone was 19 floors beneath you on like dorms, yeah, that's what it would sound like. Yet they are four feet in front of you running on metal, yeah. turning the corner. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> I, I, I would need to look at clips for sure. I, I have a clip on my Twitter. If anybody's wondering, uh, I think I tweeted it out yesterday where I show an example, um, of, yeah, 22 hours ago, um, where I show an example of of this issue, and you'll see the and I'll I'll put the clip in uh, in chats. Um, also put it. You're live, right? Yeah, yeah. I'll put it in ours as well too, uh, just so people can listen. I mean, I I, I could play it on my laptop, I suppose. Um, yeah. But I don't know if that would translate to. Uh, don't know if it would translate maybe maybe in, now see i can jack up the audio a lot louder than normal here let's do it here uh hold please hold please well yeah uh -oh. i'm in goes to chat mic boom <clears throat> and then 
sorry. I should have just let you riff. No, you're fine. Well, the other thing I was going to say was a few people have mentioned that maybe it feels bad because a lot of classes have no headphones. I've been going the scout tree. Every class has had headphones. I, I yep. always have headphones. So some classes don't, and that can contribute to others who don't have headphones, you know, thinking that. But I've played with headphones basically every single raid, the whole arena. So so let's see here. Heli. Yeah, can you hear that? Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's turn everything up. I'm coming to heli. Yeah, I'm in heli. Lot medical. I'm hearing that metal. This guy's no audio, bro. Yeah, like, you would you would hear the guy. You know, like yeah, those two clunk clunk. Those two, and I have and I have uh, headphones on. Yeah, you know. Lot medical. I'm hearing that metal. Yeah, Lot medical. I'm hearing that metal. Lot medical. I'm hearing that metal. Lot medical. I'm hearing that metal. It should just be much louder. Yeah, right? it like, should even, be much even louder. Even though you're talking, you know, people people are like, oh, well, you know, there was a bunch of sound on the right, and people were talking. It's like, sorry, I mean, it, it, yeah. I would hear it. There weren't hear that. that many people talking. I once again, I play duos or trios all the time in Escape from Tarkov, and hear that. You know what I mean? Like hear the 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 clunk clunk of that guy. You know what I mean? Like oh, whatever. The, now you do. You have a mouse on your face, though. So. Uh oh. What do you mean there were footsteps? Yeah, there were footsteps on metal 75 feet to my right. Yeah. That, that's not the footsteps you're hearing, yeah. my dude. But there was the very subtlest, quietest. Again, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They they need to delete all audio occlusion from Arena. Yeah, yeah. There shouldn't, there shouldn't be occlusion. I can't think of any locations where leaving out occlusion wouldn't just be fine. Yeah. Yeah, even indoor, outdoor, like they're all very. They all have big open yeah, doorways. They're like, all everything super is outdoors. open maps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything yeah. is outdoors. They should just make it so that they have binaural, and that will give you yeah that and the, you need. that and the texture, the texture of what's being run on. If you're in bowl and you hear somebody above you, they're running on metal, so you know they're not on the floor because you know what I mean. So it's it's yeah, proper binaural and stuff like that. So so yeah, I don't know. the The audio has definitely been um <clears throat> been feeling pretty uh. Pretty brutal. And and like I said, I'm very willing to admit that it's it's just because all arena is is the distilled area in which I would mold about audio. So it's probably not worse, but I, it's definitely not better. You know what I mean? And then and then the super weird thing is like we, the last thing to talk about with audio is we talked about this. A lot. We've been talking about this a lot. If you're dead and you're spectating a teammate, the audio is better. It's better directional audio. It's better levels of footsteps compared to ambient audio. It's like it's better than contacts. It's better than contacts. It's better and, and than Tarkov audio. So it's like it's like they figured out how to make great audio in Tarkov, but they only give it to you when you're dead. It's super weird. It's super weird. Uh, and then additionally, if you are spectating somebody, you don't, not only is it better audio, but you're definitively not hearing, you're not even hearing what the person you're spectating is hearing, just post-process different. You're hearing a different audio track. And the reason I know that is because you can be spectating somebody with a wrist tear in Alton and they don't hear anything. And the amount of times, like, I die, I go over to Chusky, he's wrist tear. This literally happened today. It was uh, Nolan. And, uh, 
he was like, I was like, sharp right, sharp right. He flicked, dude walked out, boom, killed him. He was like, I had no idea that guy was there. I was like, I know. I'm spectating you. You have a wristy. I'm going to call out every single audio cue because you're not hearing it, but I am. It's crazy. You know what I mean? So that that feels yeah. kind of doubly weird from a competitive standpoint. It feels weird that you can hear better. You can get over, like you can surmount the give and take that is a Alton by just having a teammate spectate you. And then it also feels weird even just from a quality of sound standpoint that the freaking audio is so much better in the spectate camera. It's just like, why? You know what I mean? I yeah, know. well, so so there's uh, there's two kinds of spectator cameras that I um, that I experience. And there's the OP one and the broken one. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah, I just realized, too, that I, I was sending your audio to the VOD channel, or I wasn't for the first fucking, like, 20 minutes or whatever, so... Oh. <laughs> the, the VOD is going to be, hey, you know, the beginning of the VOD is silent. Blah, blah, blah. Really? Sorry. Um, but the podcast will be fine. Yeah. Uh, so, what you experience is effectively, like, they take the audio and they turn everything down including your footsteps yes way down and then all other footsteps get turned up and then there's like a filter applied to it to make it yeah. sound a little radio like yeah but the radio like doesn't matter the fact that it's like less quality um <laughs> yeah doesn't matter because everything except for enemy or yeah. uh, other player footsteps is turned down which yeah. is it's way it's like infinitely more op than contacts and contacts are op yeah um, it shows you the so difference the, between sound design and like good quality competitive sound because like yeah. Tarkov sound design has always been immaculate, but the spectator camera is like put through, you know, Adobe Premiere Pro's FM radio preset. It sounds God awful, but it's so much better from a competitive yeah. standpoint because what you need to hear is you hear and what you don't need to hear, you don't. And so Yeah. Um, and and the unfortunate side effect of that is what I, th I think it's not an unfortunate. I'll go so far as to say it's extremely toxic and they need to fix it because the meta is now you're in discord with your homies and you are telling your teammates with Altons and wrist tees who can't hear anything exactly where everyone is. Yeah. And, and which we'll, we'll is, get to which those is, kits later, but that's the only yeah. downfall of some of those kits is not having, which hair. completely sucks for, I, I feel like it's unfair for the, the enemies <laughs> And I also feel like it's annoying. It's just more bullshit that we have to do now. Like when I die, I want to relax. I want them yeah. to let them play. I don't want people telling me call outs when I'm playing. I'm you're like, shut the fuck up, comms, comms, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know, like when I'm clutching, I'm the most toxic person. I'm just like, shut up, fuck, like, you know, because like I can hear totally fine, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. So, so that's really bad. And that is another massive advantage to teams sitting in Discord, which is antithetical to what Tarkov wants to begin with, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's just bad for so many reasons. It's because it's unfair, yeah, and it's also misleading, too, because the, the audio as a spectator is the same as you get in the kill cams, which we'll get to, which just gives people misleading, misunderstandings, yeah. misrepresentations, whatever, about... Yeah this situation right because everybody they die and they're like i want to know what happened and then they're shown what didn't happen yeah they're shown what happened but it's like you know how like two different people can see the same event and they interpret it differently yeah. you're seeing one interpretation and that interpretation is not what they experienced or what you experienced yeah. or what the server experienced 
it's a it's a very specific yeah it's a very specific recipe of we're going to take what the server sees here, what they saw here, what they saw here. Then we're going to boost the audio here. Then we're going to fisheye lens. I was doing a side by side and like the fisheye lens makes it so that like people are visible or not. Oh, yeah. Undoubtedly. So, like, if you have someone if you have someone crouched and there's like one of the, the like trailers, <laughs> if someone's crouched and you're standing up right the bottom of the trailer, if they're in the distance, the bottom of the trailer will cut off their body. But with the fisheye lens, yeah. they're like visible. Yeah. And so, like, you're like, whoa, I, and I put them side by side because I have a clip that's yeah. me dying to uh, some man, me dying to him. I have a, his perspective. I have my kill cam, and then I have my perspective and put them side by side, yeah. and I synchronize them. Yeah. And, and, and it's actually crazy because he turned the corner, shot a couple of bullets, like, while he was running. So it was, yeah. like, bullet in the wall, bullet in the wall. He pops up. Uh, you know, shoots me. I'm waiting for him. Yeah, he doesn't know where I am. I'm waiting for him. Spray, boom, boom, fucking like shoulder shot, uh, face shield shot. And you see the ricochet. You see him go like this. He goes like this, and then I'm dead. Yeah. And if you synchronize every, you synchronize the bullet audio, the bullet holes in the concrete, the ricochet thing. Everything is completely synchronized <laughs> everywhere. And the only difference is that he's like seven feet around the corner. Yeah. Yep. Um yeah, so let's so let's talk about kill cams. Let's talk about kill cams. Uh kill cams Everything everything I said for the last 5 years oh. was right. Yeah. Um oh no. Uh, I found my bottle opener. I was fucking around with it and I lost it. Um Yeah, so kill cams, man. Fascinating stuff here. So the kill cam is awesome. It's awesome to have it. It's fun to be able to see. And quite a few times, right? You're like, uh, um, uh, like where was that guy? And then you're like, oh, there's a guy, heaven. You know, you're fighting a guy. And a lot of times this happens. And this is why this is the side of kill cams I've always advocated for. This is why I've always been like, kill cams would be good for this reason. Cause like, I'm shooting a guy, he's shooting at me. I'm shooting a guy, he's shooting at me. I die. I don't know that guy's name. I see in the kill feed, Johnny Pants 69 kills me. And I go, what the hell, dude? That's bullcrap. Then I watch the kill cam and it's his teammate that sniped me, right? And I'm like, oh, yep. okay, okay, okay. So so now we're learning already about how much we, how wrong we've been about Tarkov for yeah, so long. Exactly. And that's always, that's always why I've said kill cams would be awesome because like it allows you to get a better perspective on what happened. And then if you choose to, it would help you learn from your mistakes. He's like, Oh man, I, I was in a fight with this guy, but I exposed myself that direction. Maybe if I'd been tighter on the angle, that guy wouldn't have had a shot on me. Maybe I would have clutched his kill, right? Like that's how I like to process stuff. So the kill cam is awesome in that perspective. And then also before I start talking about what's wrong with the kill cam, just to double down on like, I'm not against kill cams here, is today I was playing with Lupo, Pool Shark, Fudge, um, and Trip, and me. We were playing, we were on bowl. And dude, this guy, he's like no helmet, no armor, like nine mil gun, canted red. I don't even know what his class was, dude. Swing around pre-aims pool, swing around pre-aims fudge. I, I peek the helicopter and like 40 feet away, I see three pixels of his Emercom hat. I'm getting beamed and we just like one or two rounds and we're like, a little sussy wussy. Lupo's like, I don't know about that guy. I don't know about that guy. That guy. Basically two or three rounds go by and we're like, this dude's cheating. Like this dude's cheating. 
he was solo queuing and Lettuce Sucks and some of his homies were on the other team. And uh, what basically everybody, including that guy's own teammates, were confident enough he was cheating that every round for the rest of the rounds, they would spawn and they would just shoot him in the back of the head. Their team. Yeah. Like Hell yeah. Their, their own team was confident enough. So I turned around. I said, Lupo, shoot me in the face. Make it a four. Make it a four v four. Make it fair. You know what I mean? So Lupo yeah. would kill me and then they would just four v four. You know what I mean? Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. It was like whatever. And so in that instance, the kill cam, like, you know what I mean? You know where I'm going with this. Everybody said for years, like it's going to help with cheaters. And that was an example of like, listen, everybody felt like we, the, I didn't report him cause I forgot you could report, but Lupo reported him. And I think pool reported him. Uh, fudge reported him and he got banned like later in the day he got banned. Um, but it was like, now I wonder if, if, if that same thing happened and you guys all weren't streamers, would he have oh, been banned? Yeah. I don't know. There's always, I don't the know. Question. I don't know. I don't know. But, um, but anyway, so like that was a, like what everybody's always said for all those years, it would help us with the cheaters and stuff like that. That was one time in the past four days. Obviously there's not a whole lot of cheaters yet cause the game's new. But let me tell you, everything I've always said and everything you've always said about the kill cam has reigned so true, which is that for every, you know, every 10 times you think you died to a cheater, 9.5 of them is just Tarkov being a dick of a game. Holy Christ, bro. Dude, it's going to be like the, the kill cam. Holy Christ. What what I what I said from the beginning was that the kill cams were gonna lead to even more misunderstanding, toxicity, yeah. whining, complaining about all kinds of shit because I I guessed that the kill cams were not going to be like accurate representations of yeah. either what the server experienced or what they experienced is probably gonna be some either reconstruction or whatever. And what we have is exactly that. So the audio you hear in the kill cam is not the audio. It's not the audio they heard. Yeah. It's, I think, um, I'm pretty sure it's the same, like, processed audio as Spectator. I might be wrong on that. I have to yeah, double check. But, but even the biggest thing is that there's no <laughs> aim punch. There's no aim punch or vision blur. And that's the, and that's the problem. Everybody for the rest of time is going to, is going to watch the kill cams and not seeing the aim punch. It gives you the the most unrealistic idea of what actually happened. It yeah, yeah. It is so. Uh, not just frustrating, but like oh, like this isn't the right word, but like disrespectful is the word I want to say. It's disrespectful when everything we've always every piece of information I've ever wanted from Escape from Tarkov is on my screen. I'm watching the perspective of the guy that killed me. It told me how many times he hit me and it told me how many times I hit him. And it is so disrespectful to see on the screen, I hit him 11 times and then watch him, no aim punch, <laughs> one tap me. I'm like, I'm going to throw up, dude. It's so rough. So it's hard because like uh, what you're getting is and 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 the reason the aim punch is so important is because it's proof that what the kill cam is is it's not what I saw and it's not what he saw and that's weird so what is it it's something in the middle 
it's a it's new, a reconstruction it's a new of, thing. of the server data because we've been fighting all these streamers, right? I can go watch Baked Jake's perspective. He gets aim punched to oblivion, but gets a lucky shot on me. On my end, I shoot him eleven times. He's looking at Jupiter, and I die. So on my end, his gun's pointed straight up in the air. On his end, he's aim punched to oblivion, but his gun sweeps past my face and he gets a lucky shot on me. And the kill cam is neither of those things. Mm -hmm. And so when we talk about using the kill cam to identify cheaters or whatever, it's like we're you're we're not just we're not getting accurate information. Um and then even 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 aside that, even if you put aside that the, that the information on there isn't like wholly trustworthy because it's a reconstruction, it um it just shows you how bad the desync is. You know what I mean? It's like because because most of my experiences haven't been that I think someone was cheating or even that I hit them eleven times, right? Like you you'll have to attest to this. Even people that you didn't you didn't get hits on, so you didn't you know there wouldn't be aim punch or whatever. It's just like. On their screen, I see four and a half pixels of a ULAC and you die and you're like, oh, let's see it, bro. And you watch the thing and he peeks, you know, he makes a cup of tea. He adds some sweetener to it. He stirs it up. He takes a sip and then he kills you. You know what I mean? We're like, we're in different universes, dude. Here we have, can you play? Put it up. Yeah. Hello. Here we go. <laughs> so it's hard to see the way that I crop this. Um, but you can see the guy swing out from past the uh this box here. Yeah. Or maybe he was in front of the box, you know, I forget now. But basically, like, he was standing way out in the fucking open. Yeah. Way out in the open when he fired his first shot. And that's what <laughs> yeah. I synced. Whenever you do this, you always have to pick some arbitrary point. Yes, you have point. to sync it to something, yeah. Um. So I synced it on the muzzle flash. Yeah. And let me... So here we have the muzzle flash. Yes. And... He... If you could zoom out, you'd see that he was like a foot from the wall. Yeah. Like fully exposed. Whereas I yep. had exactly two sixtieths of a second where he's been on my screen. Yep. Um pull up that uh I just DM'd you something. Um and I have a better one, but it's on my fucking other computer, so I can't show you where I did the the side by side by side. Yes, I saw you working um, on that. Pull that one. Yeah. <clears throat> I've been playing all day and this is the worst one I'd seen. And then the kill cam. Like, dude. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's so let's just fucking isolate that real quick. I mean, he he was just standing in the fucking open. Yeah. Yo, why is my internet being Papega at this exact moment? <laughs> Twitch, please. So, like, pause it. Try and pause it on the frame. Yeah, he dies. See, like, he's taking he's, damage. He's, he's taking damage. Look at the door. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> the, the face. And then when you see yeah. him. 
Oh, why? I hit space. Pause. Dude. And so, the guy's just not there. Yeah. So it's like, some, some dickbag is going to be like, left side peak. Dude, shut up. Like, it's, this is the, and this is the I mean, stuff. They're, they're, they're both right side peaking each other. Yeah. This is the thing where it's like, um, this is what we've known. This is what, this is what I've always known like a kill cam would do is that like some, like not everybody, but somebody, some people in Valiant shoes there would go, that guy's cheating. You know what I mean? In, in Tarkov. In, in, yep. in Tarkov. Oh, oh, and then someone would say, no, he just wall banged you. And yeah. they'd both be wrong. And they'd both be wrong. And so it's like the kill cam is nice, but I don't think it uh, like, and once again, the kill cam is nice. And, and once again, it actually helped us uh, find a cheater and get them banned. But it won't be like, it won't usher in the gilded age of no cheaters. Like, it, what it's going to do is just remind you, it's going to pound into your head all day long that the desync in Tarkov is bad. Now, once again, to be fair to BSG, who knows how bad it really is because we know that the, that kill cam was neither what Velian saw or what that guy saw. So it's like you can't even use that as empirical evidence of how bad the desync is. But you can use it as anecdotal evidence of like, ah, that makes sense. This game feels like trash. <laughs> you know what I mean? The, and the best way to describe the couple times I've done the side by side by side is the kill cam so far has been extremely accurate to what the person who killed you saw. Okay, as far as like without uh, sync. With yes, not without like aim, aim punch and stuff. Yeah. So like okay. like side by side, like some man, I like synchronized That's it on like the first bullet hole and like the run, pull up the gun, shoot. It was all now what wasn't there on the kill cam was the getting shot in the face mask and having it be blurry. Yeah, yeah. But like shot, yeah. shot, shot, shot. Yeah. Now on the kill cam, it was shot, 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 perfectly clear, shot, shot, shot. Yeah. Um, but otherwise the timing now we, the the hard part is i think like the ragdolls are were pretty similar but one of them is completely vaseline.jpg so it's hard to tell yeah yeah because yeah, it's all yeah. blurry because i was yeah. shooting him in the face 27 times yeah um but the only difference between so that, that's the difference between those two is really the aim punch yeah then the difference between my what i saw and those two was that he was about 100 to 150 <laughs> milliseconds ahead of what I saw. Yeah. So when you turn a corner and you see someone, that right there, when Veli, the guy swings, and that's the problem, is when you move as fast as you do in a game like this, yeah. you swing and shoot, Yeah, that's going to be a couple hundred milliseconds. You have no time yeah. to react. Um, For sure. And, and I know that a, a kill cam would never be like, perfect to the millisecond and i know that like there's well, that's kind of what the peakers. ping value is too exactly like, and, well that's what i'm saying and i know that peaker's advantage is in every game i know that you know you know yada 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 it, you know right side it but it but it's worse right but it's worse in 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 this game and you can see that you know the in a game like this in a game that's you know i hate to throw around that word competitive because it's like i don't really care if tarkov ends up being a competitive esport arena like i i'm I, i'm enjoying arena even not being that but when you compare it to other games that it's it's attempting to go for, you know, CS, Valorant, what I've watched, you've played a lot more of those games, so tell me, like, holding angles is, like, a really strong play. Hold, oh, yeah. But, like, I, I'm trying to smash into my own brain all day 
don't hold the angle, wait for the audio and then jiggle peek it. Because if, if someone knows now, if, if, if I'm holding an angle right off the spawn, right off the rip, they don't know where I'm at. So I'm going to catch them, you know, maybe with a pre-fire. But once the game is going, if they have, they've been given my audio, don't hold the angle because they can just jiggle peek shoot and, and I'm dead before I'm even on their screen. But in a game like this, in CS and Valorant, holding the angle is the most important thing. And then you train yourself to be good at reaction and aiming and stuff like that. But you can't. You like the, the engagement. The engagement, the whole thing is shorter than the net, net code latency. So the entire engagement can happen in the window of desync. If somebody yep. knows you're there because of how fast paced these games get by design, right? Like this is supposed that they, they want it to be a competitive game. So it, it, I've been like beating into my own brain. Don't hold the angle, hold near the angle, wait for the audio, then do the peak. Uh, it's just, it's pretty brutal. It's pretty brutal. Um, uh, yeah. Now there's quite a few other aspects of the game and, and, and ones we have lots of feelings on. However, before we move on, I want to take a second and thank the sponsor for today's episode. And that is hello fresh with hello fresh. You get farm fresh pre portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip the trips to the grocery store and count on hello fresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Dude, Love HelloFresh. Are you are you a streamer that sits for twelve Brother. hours a day and, and doesn't get off off your butt? And you, but you need a nice healthy meal. To, <laughs> then HelloFresh is just yes. right for you. Yes, HelloFresh is awesome. It's unbelievably convenient. You get to choose how many uh, meals you want per week, how what you want them to be. Do you want them to be extra protein? You want them to be vegan? You want them to be keto? You can take weeks off. You get uh, between. There's over like over 45 recipes per week, more than 100 seasonal add-ons for you to choose from every week. There's all sorts of like seasonal stuff that you can get like charcuterie boards and stuff like that that are like themed with, you know, the season we got Christmas. There's lots of soups and stuff like that happening for the colder seasons. Um, there's meals that are you can make in 15 minutes or less. There's meals that'll, you know, push and challenge your what you can do as a cook. I know for me, I've always loved cooking. And I love food, but I don't know what to cook. I hate picking a grocery list and I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know how to make something, but I'm out here making roux and cream sauce bases and roasting vegetables and freaking enjoying it. So, uh, yeah, man, hello, Fre hello fresh is like literally these days. It's the only, it's the only healthy food that I actually get a chance to <laughs> eat. Um, it's, it's, I'm either eating junk food and I'm feeling, you know, like death Sad. and I'm regretting everything. And, uh, uh, or, you know, uh, me and the wife are are putting together something from HelloFresh that it just tastes good, is yep. healthy, and doesn't make me regret all the decisions <laughs> in life like I normally am. So you can go to HelloFresh.com slash podcast free and use the code podcast free for free breakfast for life. That is one free breakfast item per box while your subscription is active. That is free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash podcast free with code podcast free. Thank you so much, HelloFresh, for sponsoring this episode. Mm -hmm. So, man, what else do we talk about? So many things. Teammate identification. I fucking hate it. I, I, I'm going to say right away, I refuse 
to acknowledge the argument that this is a hardcore game that relies on communication <laughs> but within your team and that is the sole mechanism through which you are supposed to avoid team killing i th- that you can have that opinion and that's fine i will say that's not only is it terrible game design for a game like this yeah but it's um it also ends up being massively toxic and unfair to like 95% of the player base that is not sitting in discord with a yeah. five man queue and they're not sweaty whatever they're just going to they want to jump in they want to play some games with netflix up or whatever and they want to enjoy there you can't say okay well the only way that you can avoid team killing is by coordinating fucking flawless comms with randoms when you're just a normal Timmy who doesn't memorize yeah. every call out or whatever. Um, or without having a nanosecond to identify which color was I, because the color switches every fucking five minutes. Which color was I? Is that an enemy? And then also to see if you can see either of their armbands, which given the lighting and the distance, sometimes they're just invisible. And given if they're going upstairs, if they're behind a crate, if you can only see their legs because they're coming downstairs while you're holding an angle. Yeah. That you just have to either not shoot them or it's just it's it's there needs to be something, whether it's a dot over their head, whether it's fucking flashing bright pink gloves and boots and helmets. I don't care what it is. There just needs to be something that can tell people when you look at them quickly, intuitively, and at a glance, if it's your teammate or not, give them all CT versus T outfits, make yeah. it, you know, like something. There, There's a fucking uh, a, a kit that has like a blue shirt. It's like a yeah. scav kit that has a fucking blue shirt with red armbands, yep. and the teams are blue and red. It's fucking yep. brain dead. Yeah, they, yeah, exactly. There, there's a lot of, there's a lot of ways you could do it. Um, there's a lot of ways you could do it without changing a single thing about Tarkov too. You know what I mean? Like, cause, cause like you said, there's you, like you and I would be fine with just teammate indicators. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? You and I would be fine with that. Um, th- obviously, you know, the hardcore realism Andy's wouldn't be. I remember I was talking with uh Baron. I think it was him from Brownells. Um, and, and he did, you know, did service. And he was talking about a lot of times for like certain operations that they do, there'll be IR strobe lights on um, the shoulders so that you can identify friendly if it's nighttime or if it's in like a high stakes situation and you've got like IR stuff on. So like, like something on like a little light on each shoulder, you know, so it's something that's like based in realism that maybe was taken a little bit to an extreme, just like little lights on either shoulder or something like that. But all of that aside, you could do it without doing anything different in Tarkov, which is just, why is why does it have to be that a part of the kit that you choose is the clothing, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like the kit that I have is the Weaver. It's the AK-74UB and I've got the Sandman top and these pants. And if you go to another one, you have a different top. Like why it could be as simple as you're always team blue and the enemy is always team red, like mm-hmm. many, many, many other games have done. And also you're always team freaking blue scav vest whatever pants and the enemy's always team freaking flannel and jeans. Yep. Those are all assets that exist in the game. 
nothing would be changed. Friendly fire could be on. No teammate modification. Like, all of the things that make Tarkov Tarkov. They break, it would yeah, be amazing. They break, yeah, they, they break every, like, UX convention, too. And yeah. that, like, so, so it's bad enough that you can play 10 games in a row and be on blue team so that enemies yeah. are red. And then randomly two games in a row, you're red and they're blue. So yeah. I literally have Microsoft Paint window and I just uh, color drop bucket. Yeah. Fill up the whole screen with red or blue. And that's how I yeah. in, remember in my peripheral vision who the bad guy, like shoot that color. Yeah. Um, but then when you now something I actually really fucking like, I really like that. That the rather than have like a tab menu that brings up like a scoreboard mm -hmm. that there are like giant screens yes. all over the place i think it's i cool. actually really i i wish there were more yeah i agree sometimes i'm like i have to fucking expose myself yeah. to the opening it would be cool if there was like a little bit of that like a little bit of risk or like to get that information you need to expose yes. like i'm okay with that but the problem it's really cancerous when so there's two different screens there's one that shows the score like how many rounds to rounds um, yeah. and then there's another one that shows how many people are left and there's like five little boxes Yeah, and on the left is always blue and on the right is always red. So some, so you have to know yes. what color am I, you have to know whether you're looking at the right side or the left side in order to be intuitive. If they're, if they're going to switch, then they should also switch the side on like yeah. the TV screen so that like, I know if I'm red, I, I, I know this yeah. game I'm red. Cool. If I want to look at the scoreboard at a glance, I want to know that the left is me. Yeah. So that when I see there's two boxes versus three, I yeah. don't want to have to look at the scoreboard, figure out, okay, I'm red. Okay, yeah. red's on the right. Okay, oh, it's 3v2. Like, it's just yep. so many layers of abstraction that are yep. just... And and people are going to... The 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 people who their brains have fallen out uh, because realism has been stuffed in there too yeah. much are going to say like... No, dude, you just got to know like that's a part of the thing that it's it's not yeah. intentional. It's not good design. No. They just literally didn't think about it because they'd never think about user yeah. experience. It's a mistake. It's a bug. It's bad. Whatever it yeah. is. And yeah. Yeah. The, the realism, it's like it's it's funny because like that you just I just I just wholly reject it for arena. Right. Like which we're just we're talking about a game where you die and respawn four times in a row. That's not realistic. Go away. Yeah, and a, a bunch of uh, operators in an arena yeah. fighting to the death yeah. for like like it's just like go away. I just think yeah, I think like the, the, you could you could keep everything Tarkov and just make it so the enemy's always red and make it so it's always your whole team has the same outfit on, their whole team has the same outfit on, and and it would and like you would just never friendly fire would still be on. Good comms would still be required. Sometimes you would see only the head of your enemy and still have to make that calm. Like, yo, where are you? Where are you located? But the amount of times that like, like you said, not only the amount of times do we run into those issues, how many times are people are not in five stack discord calls and they hear audio and they, you know, they, they just don't know. So they peek and then they, they peek and it was an enemy and they die. They peek. They thought it was a friend. It was an enemy. They die. They do that three times. They're like, well, I'm going to start shooting people. Then they peek. It's a friendly. They shoot them and they kill them. Yep. And then everyone roasts them in the freaking prox chat. And it's like, dude, it's hard to, it's hard to do. So I, I completely agree. That is so simple. You don't have to break any of Tarkov's immersion to do it. Uh, and it's also not taking away any freedom from the player. We don't currently get to choose our clothes. 
it's just randomly assigned to the kit. So like there'd be a universe where like if you got to choose your clothes for arena, some people would be like, well, I kind of I like wearing this. It's like you don't even have that freedom already. So just making it better for everybody wouldn't wouldn't be a bad thing. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if, if I had the power today again, I don't I don't care that a lot of people will just hard disagree or will get butt hurt by this. But like I would love a dot that was at like 20% opacity. Yeah. I wouldn't be, care that to be six inches above your, your teammates heads. If they run behind a wall, you can see the dot at 20% opacity, very yeah. faint, but because that right there is like, you know, in other games you have like a mini map or whatever, yeah. and then you could look up at the mini map and you can get spatial con, yeah. you know, contextual awareness. But I would love to know if I hear three sets of footsteps. Yeah. I can see the dot. I could know, Oh, these two over here are enemies and you can, yeah. you know, it, it's just better for fucking everybody. Yeah. And you know what? If they want to turn it off for professional fucking esports, then fine. I don't yeah. care. I don't care. This is for literally everybody else. Yeah. The rest of us. No, I the normal people. I agree. I mean, people are already freaking out in all three chats. I legitimately don't care. It's never going to happen. They'll never give it up. This is just our opinion. But if I was president of Tarkov tomorrow, I'd do it too, man. I think it'd be more fun. Screw yeah, that, I bro. <laughs> I think it'd be more fun. Now, see, there's there's more to it, too, in that, like, uh, some people have brought up, like, oh, you know, Counter-Strike does this or Counter-Strike does that. There's context that you have in a game like Counter-Strike yeah. that that they give you that a lot of people might not might not come to mind. It might not be intuitive. The fact is, is that, so first of all, in CSGO, you have an objective that's different if you're a counter-terrorist versus a terrorist. Yeah, you got to plant the bomb, defuse the bomb. You know what you're doing. That informs what you're wearing, which is what you can see with your your hands and your gloves yeah. and your knife. And that right there will instantly tell you. I mean, like if you see somebody, if I'm ever in doubt, I just look at my gloves. Oh, I'm a terrorist. You see somebody instantly can recognize based on what they're wearing. Oh, it's a terrorist. It's a teammate. Yeah. Because you just have all the context around what you're wearing and what you're doing. Yeah. Whereas in this game... You change sides every other time. You're always wearing the same thing. And then in between games, you're changing colors. Yeah. So they're just doing everything wrong. Yeah. They're doing everything wrong. Yeah. And and it's like, this is trivial for them to fix. If they don't fix it, it's unforgivable. Yeah. How they fix it, there's a number of ways they can do it. And I'm fine with the 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 most basic, most obvious way is you are always blue. Yep. And, 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 always are, and it's it's client side. Yep. If they can't figure out how to do that, then they need to do something else. But that's the easiest way that everybody well, have you guys thought about maybe they should yeah, everybody's thought about it. It's anybody who would play the game for more than four seconds would thought about it. So I'm yeah, I'm amazed that they didn't think about it. But I'm not that amazed, actually. But yeah, yeah, like they they're yeah, they're a company that likes to circumvent, you know, the norm. You know, they, they like to do everything their own way. And then they put a bunch of ingredients their own way. And then they ignored all of their own. Like, you know what I mean? Like I said, like yeah. with, the, with the clothes, like they have the clothes, they have all those assets. They don't let the players choose it. They were, and, and you're in your head. You'd be like, oh, that's a perfect thing for a teammate indicator. They're like, nah. It's like, oh man, you even did it. You did it your own way and then threw it in the trash. Like it would be so much better that way. I don't know. Like so. and, and if you don't look at things from a game design perspective, it might not be clear or obvious. Like people might not have ever thought about the what I just said with the gloves and with all that yeah. stuff. Like it might have never crossed their mind. For people could have maybe argued, see, Tarkov does it better because they only have two outfits 
C versus CT, yeah. and they're just being, you know, or T versus CT, they're just being lazy. They could have given so many more outfits to make it cooler. Yeah, and not like, thinking. Yeah, yeah, think without realizing that there's there's actual like design involved in that that is useful. That BSG might have just said, "Oh, well, we have more than all these outfits. Let's just use all the outfits," without thinking about yeah. why it matters. Yeah. So yeah, there's there's lots of easy ways that they could do that. Um, let's talk about the progression. I feel like the, the the progression is like it. Netcode yeah. is the same fucking Tarkov. Netcode is netcode. Is, is, is. <laughs> yeah. Um, the progression is a fascinating thing, and uh, and so so an interesting well an important part here is that like in this beta right the beta which I know is a meme at this point but the beta. Of arena, beta. We only have ranked mode, and um, I hate that because I don't. That's just not me. I don't care to grind my rank. <laughs> I don't care to uh to do that. And I also have absolutely no experience. I've never played Counter Strike. I've never played Valorant. I've never played Mordhau. I've never played chess. Like competitively, I have no experience with any ELO system, oh, with God. any rank system. I have no experience with any of it. I I could not care less about grinding my rank and being global elite or freaking top 100 or apex predator and apex legends. It's just not me. You know what I mean? Like that's just not, that's never been me and the competitive side. But the only, uh, mode we have is competitive and i've seen a lot of people say and i'm just deferring to their judgment that makes sense because you want to you want to test the competitive you want to test the rank system before the the casual system enough people have said that 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 must be true because i don't know i would have just loved the the non-ranked version alongside of it um god i hope that's not <laughs> yeah um because that that implies that that this was like when you want to test something, you have like something close to a finish. You're you're yeah. asking the question, is this good? Yeah. Which is concerning <laughs> to me, I'll just say. So I wouldn't ask yeah. the question. So the progression is interesting because there you have the progression in ARP, which is like the ranking points. It literally just stands for arena ranking points. And then there's the progression within the trees of uh, kits and, and your classes. Um, I've heard a lot of things. None of it, I believe, has been like 100% confirmed because some of it is information that could have changed. Some of it is information that could have been misinterpreted. And some of it is information that just may not be from the most reliable sources. And I don't know how to parse through all of it. But I've heard a lot of things like all of the skill trees that we have been had access to are all for the unranked mode. And the ranked mode is eventually going to have completely different skill trees that are much more balanced for rank so that you don't have stuff. But it makes it literally impossible to provide feedback on the beta when we don't know <laughs> what's going to be in ranked, but we only have ranked and we don't know if these trees are for unranked or ranked or what's going to happen or what the balance of the trees, if this is a placeholder or not. And none of that has been told to, to you as the player or confirmed by BSG. So all I can do then, and I say that to say, cause I already had people in chat be like, Oh, well I thought that those weren't going to be for ranked. I'm not even trying to come at you. Maybe you're right. But what I'm saying is that 
I've had 10 different people ten, tell me 10 different things across 10 different days and they all have credible sources. And, and because I don't know, all I can do is really give feedback on what we have right now. You know what I yeah, mean? And the problem with what you're saying too is, is if that's the case, then we aren't testing what's like, we're testing a situation that doesn't yeah. exist, that won't exist. Yeah. You know, like if they want to test the progression, and they want to test like the balancing then what we're experiencing now is never it'll never happen if they're going to have different progression and different balancing like we're, yeah it's a combination of things you want us to test how effective these snow tires are on this porsche 911 yeah, yeah. Exactly. you can't know you can't i can't know test if, either of those things yeah, when like the can, snow tires are on the Porsche 911, yeah. Yeah, we, we drive around in the snow, and it feels shitty to drive in the snow, so I can't tell you if the tires are good or if the car's good. Yeah, yeah. That's that's it. So, you know, I don't I don't know what exactly we're testing, but but what I can say is from both from both standpoints, whether it's the actual like Elo system or whether it's the the progression of the kits. They, yeah. in my opinion, both need massive they both, amounts of yeah, work. They both need work. <laughs> um, so the way that ELO systems usually work, and uh, now there's been a million different variations. Uh, I think it originated back in the day with, with chess, um, but the kind of general high-level summary <laughs> is, and there's just a fucking formula, and there's like something, I think it's like an R factor, I believe is what it's called, but, but all that's irrelevant. Um, if you have two people that are about the same, let's just say a thousand ELO. Okay. Um, there's usually some value that is like what you win slash lose when you win slash lose. So let's just say it's 10. If I win, I'm now at 1,010 and you are now at 990. Yeah. And then if we play again and I win... Or the other way around. Whoever lost wins, then boom, we're at a thousand. Then if you're like equal, you're and you have a fifty yeah. percent win rate, you're literally just going to be a thousand. You're you're going to be like this, right? And yeah. nobody ever goes anywhere. Yeah. Um. Now that value, that number is the 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 plus or minus is dynamic in that it depends on your elo um, relative to the other person. So when I play chess. Yes. If I play against a 2,000 and I'm 1,000, if they win, they get zero points. <laughs> and, do, and do you they lose should win 99.9. Yeah. And if I lose, I don't lose any points. Yeah. But if I win, I'll get like 20 points. Yep. And they'll lose 20 or maybe even more, you know, depending on yeah. all of these numbers can change. But the point um, is that it scales. But the point is that it scales so that, like, if you overperform, it will boost you. Yeah. You know, so if you're underrated, you'll get there faster. Yeah. You know, you'll make your way up the ladder. Um, But the problem with at least what I understand in with this system is that if you win, it's just like plus 25 or whatever. And you lose, <laughs> yeah. it's minus 25. So. Yep. Which means if you have like like we were squatted today, yep. and um, I don't remember what the uh, like what was the highest elo on our team. Uh, 
I think Chusky was like just over 3,000 or 2,900 yeah. he was. So like 2,900 and I was like 2,000, 2,100 ish. Yeah. And now I, oh, this is all speculation. We can't tell how the matchmaking works. It definitely doesn't involve gear score, which we'll get to after because yeah. there's like a gear score, but then there's also ELO, but then there's also class. Yeah. Um, and then there's also like level. It's like so fucking scuffed. Yep. Um, If we end up in a game, like if I'm the leader, it's almost seems as if we'll get like lower level, like 2,000, 2,100, 2,200. And if we stomp them, then he gets at 2,900, gets 25 points. I get 25. So he didn't like, he's just, it's like Shaquille O'Neal dunking on little kids and you're getting 25 points. So, which is like, shouldn't happen because then like the meta would be a bunch of high level ranked people with one low level guy that yeah. is the one that res- that is the one that you know puts them in the queue yeah pub stomping all these people and then just boosting their way up yeah it, it it it's not an elo system it's like just this weird point ranking system that is yep. not good and um, and that no. and that feels bad on the other way too when like when we were playing with Ben last night and he was level four and he had only played four games of arena before when we were going up against the 2100 elo guys and winning he was getting 25 points like his cl- even though he was running around with a catter you'd never catch up he would never catch up yeah which which an elo system over time because they'd be gaining more than you were gaining you would at least close the level, distance yeah if you were a similar skill level and you kept winning and kept losing at the same rate, eventually you would come to be around the same. That's the whole point, is that yeah. you want people of similar skill levels to um, end up as similar ELOs. To be at similar ELO, so that it all evens out. Now, there are other systems, like, for example, Mordhouse system was the worst, because what would happen is you would lose more than you would gain. Oh, uh, uh, interesting. At, a, at whatever. So, like, if you were at 1,000 and 1,000, you'd, like, lose 30 and, like, gain 10. So, like, mm. I would win, like, six in a row, and then I'd lose one, and I was worse off. Yeah, yeah. So, like, that's a fucking toxic system yeah. uh, to begin with. Um, but, yeah, they they just need to they need to adjust the whole thing because what's going to end up happening is is that people will find the meta, the lowest, like, the easiest way to do the thing that is the best for them, whether yeah. it's to get them up the leaderboard, whether it's to maximize their wins. So you don't want to give people the ability to to bully people outside of their rank yeah. and then to benefit from it if you if if there's a way that you want to bully people outside your rank you should not get points and in the miracle the one out of 100 that you lose you should lose a shit ton of points yeah 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 you know um yeah i agree i so i so the that side of the progression the elo it's ranked only absolutely yeah needs some work because uh, because like you said, we've tried, we tried a bunch of things. We tried where um, we had a really low, like, or, or our lowest ELO person hosting and to see if like every, the squad is the same, but whoever's hosting and anecdotally, sometimes it felt like, like we could have been playing for hours. And if Chusky was hosting it at 2,800 ELO, we were just getting stomped all the time. And anecdotally, if we gave you the host at 2,100 ELO, the teams were a little bit easier. Now, sometimes that would work, but sometimes it wouldn't because then we had, we gave Ben host and we were still getting people at 2200 ELO or ARP or whatever. So it was like, sometimes it felt like it, sometimes it didn't. But then it was like, people were saying it was the aggregate of everybody's 
something, but then there was, there's also, it's also supposed to be gear score and literally next to every kit is a gear score number, but you don't pick your kit until you've matched with a team. Yeah, so so what be. is the gear score number? Because you match with five other players, you all accept a game, and then you pick your kit. Yep. It can't be gear score unless it's unless we live in a unicorn universe where it's based on the gear score of what everybody picked last, which would be insanity. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh my god! Yeah. So like, so it's just so it's confusing how they match people up. Um, it is. It doesn't seem thought out well enough to account for um, the natural flow of players and how squads of people link up and how, yeah, exactly, to reward people for overperforming and not reward people as much for pub stumping. Um, I know part of it, part of my frustration with it, once again, isn't necessarily with the system because I'm not very versed in that system and more the fact that so few people are playing that, like, we just, I mean, like, we were all 2,500, between 21 and 2,600 ELO, and we're playing, like, we, we'd play a game, and I'd go to the leaderboard and find three of the people that we just played against in the top 25 in the world. And it's like, I'm not in the top, I'm, I'm 250th in the ranking. You know what I mean? My ELO is significantly less, and we're just getting dumpstered. And it just doesn't feel good. There's so few people playing. Once again, this is just like my emotional reaction, not like a system reaction, but it just doesn't feel good to get 05'd shut out f for two hours until finally it ticks one of our ARPs low enough that we start shutting out other people and we're going up against people with kits. And, and that doesn't feel good either. I don't like shutting people out 5-0 and going crazy with it. And then getting just dumpstered. My favorite games are the ones where it's like 4-4 four, four, and we're clutching up the last thing. Like like you well, said earlier, even when we lose, the, some of the best games I've had, we've lost. And I've been like, yo, GG's. They gave us a run for our money. Like, that's where I want to be. But not enough people are playing. So it's Landmark, Rengar, Hyper, Landmark, Rengar. Oh, Pub Stump, these people, Pub Stump, these people. Landmark, Rengar. And it's like, oh my God. God. But but, so, but here's the thing, like we played it when we played up against what was that team? It was was it Sheaf, Clean, Landmark, Willers. I don't remember who else, Willers. We beat them. Like I, I want to say we had like a forty percent win rate against them uh, for like one day. The and first then the day, next yeah. Day, and then the next. So here's here's my point: is that that what you're describing? I want to say ninety percent of that is not. The matchmaking, ninety percent of that is the the gear progression, yeah. which is the next thing. Yeah. In that, those guys are all better than me, and I have to say this a million times because if I don't say it, people are going to think that I am arrogant and assume I'm just as yeah. good as Landmark or whoever else. Yeah. But the, this is a Tarkov is a game, and we've always said this: where when all the things line up, smarts. Yeah. And strategy goes can be just as valuable yes. as reaction time and, and cracked out yeah. flick precision. Yeah. Okay. And so 
you put the squad we had yesterday up against those five guys, and I think those five guys are better at Tarkov than me, and yet I think that in a lot of the fights, a lot more than what you saw, yeah. it would be closer to 50-50 than you saw if we yeah. had the same kits, right? But yeah. yesterday, I was running... Um, Tier 3 armor yeah. that starts off at 50% durability, yeah. no painkillers, yeah. and an SMG with a shitty red dot yeah. against... Altons. Like, what were they running? Altons, Class 5 armor, uh, 6x scopes... Yeah, 60-round um, mags. 60-round mags, multiple grenades, stims, the whole nine yards. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't... And here's the thing. This has to be said that, like, everybody was coming into chat just cross-chatting, being toxic yeah. douchebags, trying to, like, start drama as if we aren't friends with literally all those other guys. Yeah, exactly. All of, them, all of them were saying, well, we just shat on them because they don't have good gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And but and you know what? Those guys were going and playing Rengar and Smitty's teams and whatever and getting shit on when those guys had better kits. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you flip the the script, now this is a hypothetical, I'd be willing to bet you that if you flip the script and you gave us all that good shit and you gave them all of the ghetto stuff, that we'd probably win yeah. 57% of the time. Yeah. That doesn't mean we're better. No. That's just the way no. that Tarkov is. It means that everything we just talked about, about how the ARP and the matchmaking is kind of scuffed and doesn't seem fair and it doesn't really match you with people. On top of that, what you add is, once again an exclusively ranked only mode and what what you didn't what nobody realized going in was how locked into a uh progression tree you would get and if you didn't lock in you were at a disadvantage you and i both spent some time trying to not get locked in and you and i both are on the back foot right now because of that and so so to, to lay it out for the people that haven't played or maybe haven't watched yet is there's multiple different classes, Assault, CQB, Scout, Marksman. In I'll pull e up the visual. Yeah. In each of those, there's um, starting, there's like multiple trees. If you've ever played World of Tanks or World War Thunder, those are the two games that get brought up a lot where you, uh, yeah, so you have trees where you have like this kit, and the more you use this kit, you unlock the kit beneath it. And then if you use that kit enough, you unlock maybe two kits beneath that. And then you have to decide because it keeps going down the tree. You can only unlock the next kit by using the kit above it. You can't go higher in the tree. Yep. Um, and so, so, so for for example, what you're saying you here, progress down. a bunch of us started with the Keter on day one yeah. and it was a ton of fun. People were using all kinds of different and I'll show multiple trees after this. Yeah. You need to basically win, you know, like I forget how much. So here you can see 23,000 XP. So it's about 7,000 XP when you win. Yep. So that's like four wins. It's about half of that when you lose. So it would be like you could lose eight in a row yeah. and you would level up to be able to use Boom. the Vityaz, which has, you know, PST. It's got a rat rig. It's got a, uh, you know, a Vityaz. It's pretty decent little Vityaz. Yep. Um, you know, uh, it's got PK06 <laughs> is just shitty, but still, you know, it's better than like iron sights, right? Yep. But then. It's going to be like, I don't, does it double every time? Yes, roughly. It basically do, roughly doubles every time, right? So you need to win four wins. Then to then to get to this kit, the Sawbones kit, you have to win eight wins. 
or 16 um, losses or 16 losses and that gives you i believe the armor that you started with was what class three or class, class three. four class three. class three but like it starts it's like you know 32 out of 55 or something like it yeah. starts as busted scuffed but you have decent ammo but you and you have an ak-102 which is okay but it also has this shitty ass <laughs> dot that yeah. is like terrible to look through um and then so then you have to win what like fucking 30 games or 20 games yep. or whatever so you need between 30 and 70 games depending on what your win-loss ratio is to unlock saboteur yeah and then we get stuck on saboteur a lot of us were stuck on saboteur for a long time and now this is actually a really good <laughs> kit if you got this early you were completely yeah. and utterly dominating literally everybody yeah now the armor starts off at like 50 percent durability <laughs> yep. like it's just scuffed and you only have like i think three mags and, and the no ammo no painkillers you have you get the green stem which is great but no painkillers so if you get a, a broken limb you have to like heal it like you know splint it really quickly otherwise you're going to be limping right or if you're or anything gets black there's no surgical kits anywhere nope. so if if you're if your leg gets black you are just limping unless someone like drops you a painkiller which yep. there's just almost never there's enough no time, time yeah <laughs> um because the rounds are over so quickly um now you get pvp ammo which is really good to an extent, yes, uh, which we'll get to after. But I was on this kit for yeah. about twenty hours yeah. straight. Twenty hours of five man queuing with some of the better players in the world, winning at sixty seven percent win rate. Twenty hours to unlock yeah. the next kit, which is cool. Except it's the worst class four armor in the game. It's the worst class four armor in the game, starting at fifty percent. It's got really good ammo, no but by the time no helmet, but by the time I got here, yeah, I want to show what people were. What, what's what's the what's the Alton kit? Where is it? CQB. By the time I got here, basically every team had two to three of that's the one. Up. This one right here. Yeah, it doesn't show the Alton, but that's the Redut Class Five armor. It had a Redut Class Five at 100, percent an Alton with a face shield at 100. percent It had an AK-105 with a couple of decent modic with with six three sixty round magazines and BT, which BT is only two pen <laughs> less than PBP. Yeah, and so you just walk around mouse one point firing, <laughs> and you're a laser beam with Class Five yeah. armor. Is Redout six? Redout's five, but it's one so of the best class, class five, five armor, armors in the yeah. game because it's high durability. Eighty so out of eighty. Class five armor everywhere. So I, for all the people living vicariously through Landmark, you tell me if you think you could beat Landmark <laughs> with that with, with with that Vityaz kit against Landmark with this kit. Yeah. Or, sorry, you wouldn't. You're not that good. Yes, yeah. you. I'm talking to you. You're yeah. not that good. Sorry. Yeah. And neither am I. Spoiler so, alert. And in addition to that, and in addition to everything that you just showed and said, because of the doubling, right? And people people kept coming at me being like, oh, the grind, the grind, the grind, the grind. Like people are mad I'm saying it's grindy. I don't mind that the game is grindy. But here's what you have to understand. Because of the doubling XP, you need four wins to get to the next kit, which, once again, at a 60% win rate, you need, let's just say, six games, right? A couple of wins, a couple of losses. You need six games to get to kit two. You need 12 games to get to kit three. You need 24 games. And you get to a point where I'm at that PST. I'm sorry, I'm at the, the PP19 with the PBP. 
and I and I unlock it and I'm like, this kid's kind of fun, but I need 32 wins or 64 losses to get the next thing. Uh, I mean, that seems like a lot. Well, let me try to unlock some CQB classes. Like, because there's some really cool ones and some CQB, some CQB. So I spend four hours. Once again, there's only ranked mode. So here's what's happening. So many things are happening. I'm only getting put in lobbies with people who are just now unlocking their good or great kits, the Altons and the Class 5s. And in order to start at CQB, I'm using an AK with no buttstock, a canted mount with no canted sight on it, and one 40-round mag of EKO against mm -hmm. these guys. And you lose eight games and you still go up. And what I go up to is a PPSH with whatever, TTL3973. And so I spend four hours. Once the again, two armor. there's no other place to rank these up. You're only playing in ranked. You're only playing against those other people. So I spend four hours. I get two kills in four hours and go, hey, this isn't very fun. So then I swap back to my scout kit. You did the same thing. You were like, man, do I want to try marksman? Do I want to try this? Do I want to try that? Then you ended up going down the scout tree. So now you and I are on the back foot. I'm 50,000 XP behind everybody else because we, we attempted variety in the video game, <laughs> right? And so now... Uh, now that PVP isn't going against that anymore. It's going against like the crazy kids. And it's just like, and, and, and these people are unkillable and I don't have painkillers. So it's like, there's so many layers to it in the sense of like, I don't think a single kid in the entire video game should not have painkillers. That was the most inexcusable thing I've ever seen in my life to be, you know, on the other side of the map from the point. And you see the countdown. They're capping the point, And you're like, I wish I could do anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're just oh, hobbling yeah. along. And then the, uh, and then they're just like the, the imbalance between the kits. Like the fact that, yeah, like the fact that uh, equivalent, equivalent times down the tree with the same amount of XP, we had the worst class five, sorry, the worst class four armor in the game. And by worse, I mean, it has the lowest starting durability, right? So a TV rig has 85 durability in its class four, but it means it can tank a few shots before it, obviously, you know, depending on what the ammo is. We start with the lowest durability class four armor in the video game, no helmet, and we have 30 round mags, and they have class five armor, the best, one of the best class five armors in the game at a full 80 out of 80 durability, and they have a full Alton, and face shield, and they have 60 round mags. Now, I can see their attempt at balance. I have BS and they have BT, right? Like, okay, if you're going to give them all this good stuff, give them worse ammo. But like, it's just not enough. Give me a, give me a helmet. Give me a Ratnik helmet, right? Because, because like with that BS, we were talking about this. We were talking about this quite frequently all day today. One of the kits that people run once again at the same tree as ours is a class six rig, a class four helmet, and a class four mandible. And all day, because of Tarkov and its realism and its immersion and its ricochet chance, all day we were bouncing BS, which is one of the best ammos in the game, off of these mandibles. We were hitting people in the face, and it doesn't matter how good your ammo is when you get the ricochet chance. Well, I don't even get a chance at a ricochet chance because I don't have a helmet. 
Yep. So it's just it's super not balanced in those in those skill trees. I was telling chat the other day, it feels like four different people made CQB scout marksman. And the scout guy was like, man, I'm going to make it like real trade off. You want like movement, mobility, high fire rate gun. But but I really want you to have to like give up something. And the guy in charge of CQB is like, we give them everything. Maybe not best ammo, but they're unkillable tank. Yeah. And then and, and then now we're fighting beta testing it. And it's like, and then, what? Yeah. Marksman, you grind for 50 hours to get a sick gun and you're wearing a PACA. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's what I, I'm going to be grinding for the next 20 hours to wear a PACA. Yeah. So it's and, like, and, and if you play for one to two hours a day, good. It's going to take you four months to get a packa. Yeah. Enjoy. Exactly. And so what I'm not saying, and this is what a bunch of people were like yelling at me at. What I'm not saying is that every tree should be exactly the same. I'm not saying that. I love the concept of scout marksman CQB assault. I love the concept of I go th down this because I want to be a little bit more heavily armored and a little bit, you know, uh, a, a little bit, whatever, X, Y, Z, blah, 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 blah. I like that. It's just not tuned right. Like, let, let's, let's fix, let's fix those two kits. The PP-19, I have the worst class four armor in the game. Just give me a TV rig. It doubles the durability of my class four. That Alton rig has the best class five armor in the game. Give him a Corund. The Corund is still going to tank ammo that a TV rig can't, but it's going to be destroyed a little bit faster. The t so it's like you, they're still down that rabbit hole or give them a gazelle even. Like you, I'm not saying that everybody should have the exact everything in the time to kill should be exactly the same. Everyone's like, well, you're throwing out the spirit of it. No, I, I, I don't think so. I'm just saying that like, it's just not right. You know what I mean? It's just not. And, and and there are pretty, in my opinion, I would say objective, as close to objective um, things. And let me give you the example. I don't remember what the names are, so you can't really pull it up. We started running into today, day five or whatever, the wristy hex grid kit. We were and and nice guy was and nice guy was on our team and he was using it. That kit is called Butcher, I believe. And what that kit gives you is a full 50 out of 50 hex grid, a full 95 out of 95 wrist T, a short barrel SA-58 with a uh, the loudenser on it, the, the comp, two 50 round, yeah, two 50 round magazines with M62, a 30 round magazine with M61. So right off the rip, if you want to just reload to your M61 mag, you have M61. You get painkillers, you get heals, you get a Zagustin to stop your bleeds, and you get a flashbang. Okay. Yeah, wristy, wristy helmet. Now, I'm and, not and even... For context, this is what I was running. <laughs> the, no armor. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, that's, uh, that's not all the way down the tree. The butcher one that you just showed. That's, uh, it's, I, I believe, one or... It's two up from the bottom of the tree. Yep. Okay. Right. So it's third from the bottom of the tree. And, and as we just discussed, the difference between third from the bottom and second from the bottom is hun a half a million XP. <laughs> you know what I mean, right? Now go to Assault and scroll all the way down to the bottom and zoom in on that SA-58 kit. That SA-58 kit 
This SA58 kit has a 50 out of 50 hex grid, a class 3 helm helmet, a worse SA58, with the, the, with worst the worst optic, optic in, in the, the game, yeah. a laser instead of a flashlight, only 20 round mags, and the mags have M62. So the other kit that was two higher than that had 50 round mags of M62 and a 30 round mag of M61. So this kit, which has a worse helmet, a worse gun, a worse optic, worse magazines, and worse ammo, is a million more XP to grind. This kit. One million? Roughly, because it's two levels down. That's 142 wins, boys. So, and and I'm not even complaining about my my skill tree, the scout skill tree, because neither of them are in skills. I'm just saying that's an example of like that's just objectively not balanced, <laughs> right? Yeah. That's that's it's got to be as close as you can get to objectively not balanced. A million more were... XP. Everything in your kit is worse. Yeah, and if you and if you think about it, if this was what would they shipped tomorrow and they walked away and never touched the game ever again, everyone like it would be the end of the tree basically. Or you're actually yeah, but but people would just run whatever. They would just run whatever. Like the last, there would be four kits that would ever be used, and all four of them like, and one of them would be just objectively better than all the rest. Yeah, and and like oh god yeah. So that's the stuff that I'm like, uh, I'm just like so interested at. It's like, how do you like, did anybody look at that stuff? You know what I mean? Before you shipped it. I don't know. So I'm just overwhelmed with, I think I, there's a million ways to improve this. Tons of low hanging fruit. Yeah. There's ways that you can make it so that when you, if you, uh, cause like if you're, the, you have to go all the way down to the latest thing. If you want to keep progressing. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the decent things that you just unlock, they have a dead end. So yeah. you use them. You're not making any progress. You're just like wasting time. Yep. Um, you, you are conceding that I will not get any, I will never get anything better as long as I play this. Yeah. Um, there's ways that they can make it so each one of those nodes, rather than be one kit, it could be five kits. Yeah. And when you 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 buy into that kit when you load into a game, and then maybe even you can switch between the kits in between rounds, potentially even. Um, there's a million ways to make this system better. I think inherently, there's an overwhelming number of fundamental issues with this system that I I don't even want. Like, I can't even, I need to make a two-hour video to explain yeah. what they should do yeah. because it's so bad. Yeah. And once again, they play off of each other. It's a grind to get a new kit, which in and of itself might not be a bad thing, but the grind becomes the issue when what you have to grind is ranked. So now you're literally saying, do I want to trade my rank in ranked for a different kit? Because you have to go against people with the best kit in the game with the worst kits in the game to unlock a CQB tree if you unlock the scout tree. Now, well, now you're going to tank your ARP. But if your ARP is important to you, you literally cannot decide anything other than your skill tree because you have to be relevant with what other people are doing. So yep. if you... If we had an unranked mode or if we had the PvE mode, maybe some of these issues would be less of an issue because you could be like, oh, well, I want to go... Oh, my God. Uh, I want to go 
grind un I'm going to go grind unranked or grind the PVE mode and I want to uh you know get a CQB thing. Maybe that would be less of an issue if I could do that, but I can't. And so you're just like stuck. So so it feels really bad and that could be a number of different reasons and they all contribute, I'm sure. Um and and, and like an idea and, and then another thing is like, you know, one of the biggest things that people love about Escape from Tarkov is the weapon modification. You know, mm -hmm. every Marine reacts is always talking about that. Every Green Beret reacts. Every, you know, journal, you know, gamer journalism thing. When Tarkov was coming, everybody was always focusing on that. Well, what they did was they went through their attachment system and found all the ones you've never used once in your life in Tarkov because they make you want to throw up when you use them and they put them on all the guns. And that just doesn't feel cool in a game where there's all of this customization. There is none. And so to make that grind fun, like it's like if it's going to, if I have to take four, 400,000 XP to get from the beginning of this PP19 kit to the end of it, why not 100,000 XP in? I unlock the ability to choose between three different optics. Not all the optics in the game, but at least if I hate this one, I can swap it out for one I like better. At 200,000 XP, I can swap my mags for instead of 430s, 250s if I want. So I can I have to reload less. What if at 300,000 XP, I get to swap out something else in my kit? Like, at least then you'd be able to, like, kind of pseudo build your gun how you like it along mm -hmm. the way. And it would and it would make the grind feel less grindy because, you know, when I worked at Apple for a while and we had nine hour shifts. But I always said that those shifts went by super quickly because they gave you two 15 minute breaks and an hour lunch. So you hop into your shift and you're like, I'm only two hours away from my 15. You take your yep. 15, you come back, I'm only two hours away from lunch. You yep. get your lunch, you come back, I'm only two hours away from my 15. So it, it's grindy, but if you're like, oh, well, I'm close to the new optics. Oh, I'm close to the new handguards. It, it, it would help. Yeah, or imagine, imagine if the two hours of work was just fun. Yeah. In and of itself, even, well, if, yeah. even if it wasn't yeah. as fun as it was going to be, if it was, and that's my problem with yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Is that every gun... There's there's two elements of it. There's Tarkov weapon handling in combat feels like complete and utter dog shit, and I'll show an example yeah. of why. And and the guns that they built also just feel like dog shit with optics that feel like dog shit. Yeah. So it's just not enjoyable. You yeah. know, like I'm sure. fine. I'm you can make good kits from Pistol Boy, yeah. naked Pistol Boy, all the way up to Giga Chad Tank. For sure. But what they've done is they've just made all of the it, if they took every gun and they put the second to last choice that I would have yeah. as an attachment on every gun, that's what every kit is. Yeah, it's like the most. It's never anything I would ever build or be happy to yeah. pick up. Or if I saw it on enemy, I'd be like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, and I would take off a couple of things, you know. Um, but so real quick on the on the not to change the subject no, yeah. uh, it's on this topic um everybody keeps talking about gear score gear score a very 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 quick summary of what like i think would be cool for competitive and i would have to flesh this out yeah. i have to talk about it i have to think about it this is just what i've been thinking while i've been playing and like not thinking about anything else other than yeah. just playing and being hectic is so in csgo so you said you never played CSGO. Do you know anything about like the economy or how it works? I mean, I've seen like the buy phases and stuff like that. Yes. So oh, uh, like loose, the, loose, yeah. In the first round, you usually have enough to buy like 
either a diffuse kit or like a helmet or, uh, or a body armor or like a pistol. Like you can, you have the choice between like, do I want grenades and utility? Do I mm-hmm. want defensive, you know, protection? Do I want more offensive, another, you know, better pistol or whatever, right? Yeah. And, but you can't choose like three of them. You can choose two of them kind yeah. of. Um, and that's actually an interesting thing for the first round. The second round, you have to figure out, now, depending on if you win or you you lose each round, you get more or less money. So if you win, sometimes on round two, there might be the meta, and they change all the time. It it might be the meta that, okay, we're all going to buy UMPs or like scout sniper rifles, like yeah, the, the, yeah. the kind of shitty sniper rifles. And, you know, or, and then if you lost, it's like, don't buy anything. Let's save up. So like round three mm. is when you buy, everybody buys armor, helmet, fucking two smokes uh i mean a smoke a couple of flashbangs yeah a rifle you know and that's what you do basically ever unless you lose a bunch of rounds and then you need to save um you know and that's when you like buy pistols and you rush b you ever hear like pistol rush b like yeah, that's yeah cs go like we don't have enough money we we can't buy armor and a rifle so let's not waste it we'll just yeah try and do something crazy and overwhelm them um if if what i would want in uh if they're going for this kind of competitive shooter kind of thing, imagine if this is in a world where they are BSG is capable of giving a valid gear score <laughs> yeah, to yeah, yeah. items, which I don't, I'm not <laughs> confident that they could. Um, but imagine if what you could do is like, you know, when you could do a character creator in like an RPG, you yeah. have like X amount of points that you can like allocate towards like, you can put 10 points in fucking strength yeah. or like five in strength and five in endurance. Imagine if you could build some preset kits, even if they were like, even if they came in like, here's a gun that's already pre-built. Yeah, maybe, or yeah. maybe, or maybe it's like you can choose one of these four things that we've all deemed as, you know, be worth much. like one yeah, point. Yeah. It would just be really cool if you could build some presets that were like, imagine if round one, you could spend one point. Round two, you could spend two points. Yeah. All the rest of the rounds, you could spend three until like the last round, it was like unlimited. And if you built built some presets that were forced to be balanced through systems that could exist that pro- probably would never exist yeah. if BSG built it, um, well, then you could have something where there's strategy, there's customization, there's yeah. balance, there's and 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 I would also make it so that you didn't get more or less whether you won or not. Every round was always the same. Yeah. Okay. So, but like the first round could be like pump shotguns with like that would you know, be pistols. so interesting. Yeah. Imagine the first couple rounds, even like uh, us against like Landmarks team. How much fun yeah. it would be if it was like pistols and shock, like Taws or whatever, right? Yeah. And like no armor, all the way up to the Giga Chad. You have the best of the best stuff at the end. How much fun that would be? Yeah. But instead, it's you choose one thing, you're stuck to it, you're not happy with it. Yeah. It sucks. It's not balanced. There's no control. There's no. It, but like, and you don't have any, you know what I mean? Another thing that a lot of people have wanted is like maybe one rebuy token in the middle of a match because like you choose your kit, right? And it's like, so you might say, because that's the other thing, going back like along what you said is right now it's, you know, we spawn in, we hit tab, we go to team and we go, oh, they have three Altons. And you might have just been like, mm, I'm going to try and level up. We're going, but I'm going to try and level up Marksman. And then you see that and you regret it. The game, the game's over. I know the game's I'm over. Yeah, and so like, you know, uh, it just would be nice to not feel that. You know what I mean? Like, oh well, the game's over. 
before it begins. You know what I mean? So like, so something like that, a lot of people have been like one token that you can do to swap up your kit during the five (laughs) rounds would be sick in a world where what you just described was in, then like each round is a little bit more dynamic and, and maybe a little bit more focused on like the skill of the players progressing through and less of just like, you've got a PP19, I've got a wrist T and a hex grid. Um, And there's different skills that different gear highlights if everyone's yeah. running around with a voodoo and class six armor that you play differently than when you have a paka and a pistol yeah for sure there are different skills around movement around aiming around all these things that would be fun to highlight yeah you know because some people might be better some people might own landmark in the pistol and shotgun rounds because they're good with that where, yeah. where he would be better in the ar rounds you know yeah. what I mean? like tower would excel in the late rounds where he could build a six sniper you know like whatever yeah. right it just it makes for more interesting dynamic gameplay with the customization that everybody wants and it's better balance. Yeah. But it's like so every time someone's like, well, you know, they could put this band-aid on the system, and I'm like, you're not wrong, but yeah, I I it hurts my soul because I feel like like earlier. So we were playing with Nice Guy, and you know, he was like taking notes of like some ideas, you yeah. know, he wanted to address like, you know, do we want to give this, the Alton kit different ammo or take away yeah. the face shield? And like, those are all good feedback, but I'm legitimately worried that like, yeah, this is the only time we get like the only time, right? The further we get the, we're just building more on top of the yeah. foundation, which you literally if, saw happen before your eyes with Tarkov. Yeah. So if he goes, and says, Nikita, this is the feedback from the community, which is give this guy a painkiller, change BT to BS, get rid of the face shields here. And then Nikita's probably even begrudgingly going to be like, fine, we'll do that. Well, then now we're we are just stuck in this progression system for the end of time. Yeah. And it so that's why I was like, dude, oh, my God, like, what I'm if so we, scared. What if we came up with a better system? And then, uh, yeah, oh. yeah. Um. And if we have thirty seconds to tell him that he's like, so what while do you we're want? in like, a round, yeah, yeah, yeah. While we're while we're in a round, I'm like, dude, I've, I'm yeah. like, and obviously that's no knock on nice guy. He's trying to provide valuable feedback, but I I totally understand yeah. where you're coming from, yeah. And then, dude, and then like, the last thing I'll say before we close up was the funniest thing. I was like, I was memeing on it, but I was like, I was legitimately mad. Like, day two, they they released a patch, and in the patch. They listed changes like they went through and did a balance pass on some of the presets <laughs> and the Alton class five armor AK with 60 round mags and painkillers. When I'm on my, you know, whatever PP 19 kit with no painkillers, the adjustment they made was they removed the flashlight from the pistol in the Alton kit. <laughs> And the PP19 kid didn't get painkillers. I was like, dude, what's happening? <laughs> like they somebody changed that and and put it in the patch notes that they that they took the 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 pit the, the flashlight off the pistol. I was like I'm going to throw part, up part of part of why I was cringing with the whole like, oh, God, we need more than just a couple bullet yeah. points. I'm going to throw up. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. It, 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 a couple other things real quick. So it, it it shows major flaws in the design of the game when. Just look at the behavior and ask yourself, is this what we want? 
is this what BSG wants? And is this good when every fucking round starts with like the best of the best players, quote unquote, all saying red is dead, blue is poo, red is dead, shoot red, shoot blue, but yeah. everybody full auto check. You, and then you got to open up your oh, menu. You yeah. got to take your flashlight off and put it onto your gun because you want your laser. You have to do that every fucking round. And it's like, holy shit. It's just that needs to be addressed. And that all could be addressed with that kind of preset sort of, you know, like there's a million ways it could be addressed, but those that's all problematic. It sucks that when you spawn in, in, in this competitive game that they want to be in eSport competing for hundreds of thousands of dollars that you spawn in and just chuck grenades yeah, so that you literally, you can't go anywhere because you might just get a lucky nade. And this is before anybody has any lineups or anything. Yeah. And I'm still dying to, not to mention, I haven't had a nade in any of my kits for a Not for, a single I, goddamn nade so in I don't scout get, kit. I, and yet I get blown up two seconds into every round. It's a coin flip or... I'm holding an angle. I'm being tactical. All of a sudden, bah, I'm blind. <laughs> and then the round, it's a black screen for the entire round. And then all of a sudden, when the black screen wears off, it's like the, I'm watching the tail end of a kill cam. Yeah. Like, because I'm dead. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, and once again, what the fuck? It's not even that people know the grenade tosses yet. I mean, the kill cams are literally people pull out nades and they just 360 throw them anywhere and it lands in my eye socket. The maps are designed. The spawns on every single one of the maps is the exact distance away as the fuse time of an F1. I've never heard in my 40 hours of arena the sound of a grenade hitting the floor. They blow up face level every time because they have it's the, the distance you throw them is the exact fuse time of an F1. I it's see my unreal. teammate and I see the little black I, I see my teammate running in the distance and I see the little black thing like this. And I'm like, oh, sorry, bud, you're gonna. Dude, it's crazy. It's so pain. It's so pain. And and here's here's, in my opinion, this is exacerbated by the shitty balancing of the kits. Okay, this right here, what I'm about to show you, is. And I, and I fully understand, and I I just don't care about the folks that are gonna say that yeah. what. I'm about to show is skill issue. I, I just don't care. That's you're entitled to that opinion. Whatever. This is fundamentally what is the most wrong with the oh, game. Oh yeah, dude. This is not, dude. He's not better than me. Yeah. Because because where my bullets are going wasn't wasn't up to me, dude. It, I'm not the that... one that take, that took 500 years to bring my gun up to look through the sight. I'm not the one jerking the gun around left and right with every time I get hit. I'm not the one unable yeah. to fucking control the recoil on the gun. It's not me. Yeah. There's nine different elements of RNG here that, oh, and not to mention the blurring, that yeah. I can't even see my enemy, so even if I could you can't see, see the them, enemy, I, You can't see the dot of your red dot. Yeah, it's brutal. And, and, and that's and, what... And, and this is why, like, every fucking... In every other video game, every other shooter game in the world, I don't care if I'm playing against fucking Shroud or in CSGO, okay? If he's not paying attention and he's fucking running out, not checking a corner, and I'm hiding in a corner and I've made no noise, I can kill Shroud. Because I mouse one and the sm movement is smooth and the yeah. recoil isn't random and I hit them and they die. In this game... I can do that, and they'll go boom off their Alton. They'll turn around, 
point fire and go and and there's nothing I can do because yeah. I'll just get hit with one of those stray bullets. Yeah. So even though I'm surprising someone, they don't know I'm there. My aim is, I mean, you can't. Can you really judge me on my aim if, if <laughs> yeah, this is yeah, what yeah. I'm doing? And Maybe my aim was great. Maybe it was terrible. The problem is that you can't tell. Exactly. And once again, and, it, and it's the inconsistency. If aim punch was just the mechanism, like I wouldn't like this world, but if aim, but it would be better than the world we live in. If aim punch was just the mechanism of saying, hey, we reward the players for getting first shots on target. And every single time you got shot, you got aim punched. That I would hate that world, but that would be a much better world than we live in. We live yeah. in a world where it's just a coin flip. Like I was um, the amount of times I wish I had screenshotted them all. The amount of times my kill feed says 11 hits, uh, me dealt to them and them dealt to me one. Yep. And you look at the kill cam and I go, bop, 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 hit, 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 hit. And it's not just me being like, it's not being like whiff. It says 11 hits and they turn and they go, boom. And I'm like, where's the aim punch? Like, where it's so it's so it's not it's inconsistent and that inconsistency is maddening to everybody because you just don't know whether what like you said your your planning your preparation your skill your map knowledge you don't know when those things will actually help you because you don't know if johnny pants has grinded to a wrist t and a hex grid and you don't know if getting first shots on them is going to aim punch them. And in a world where we can only play ranked and the ammo I have requires me to get seven hits, I need to hit either seven face shots or seven thorax shots to get through the classics armor. If they just win the aim punch coin toss and don't have aim punch, they just win because they can one tap me and I physically can't one tap them. So I have to do the consecutive. So it's just like, it just feels so bad and inconsistent and just like maddening. Yeah. And the kits make it worse because all of the guns that we're using, because we haven't gotten to the good shit. When you watch, when I watch the kill cams, it's always a dude with like a fucking HK or whatever ADSing. And he goes, and there's yeah. like, all it is, is this. Yeah. So all you need to do is mouse one and then you can just put it on my head while yeah. I'm like, fuck, yeah. you know, or it's a dude with a, a, an AK point firing. Like, yeah, because aiming down sights is pointless because of all the recoil yeah. or whatever. Um, so the meta is, is it's the worst. It's exactly what they don't want. Do they really want everybody yeah. insta pre-painting, insta throwing nades, yeah. running around full auto spraying with no recoil all over the place or just point firing like, yeah. like you're fucking and I think that's, killer dude. walking through the mall. It's it's the antithesis of all of the things that people are trying to yeah. say, but it's a hardcore realistic. Well, no, every aspect exactly. of it is not that. Dude, you're and and I think that's what hits the nail on the head is that like they won't take some of these suggestions because they aren't realistic or immersive and their own realistic immersive design is so toxic to endure that very specific unrealistic metas form like if you had a wrist tee on and you took three rounds to the face your brain is campbell's chicken noodle soup Right? Like, if you had a hex grid on, it doesn't matter. If you took four 308 rounds to the chest, you don't have ribs anymore. 
But in this game, you are the juggernaut. You're one button press away from being as as I was when I got out of bed this morning. Exactly. So so it's so they exactly it's it's the word we use all the time, the abstraction. If you take some of these systems and make them a little bit less technically unrealistic, if the if the desired outcome of the game is to be played in a realistic way where things matter, where damage X, Y, Z, blah, 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 you, you have to change some of these things because you're, it just becomes, this is the meta. Never aim. <laughs> Always, you know, just drug yourself at the beginning of every raid and wear the best armor. And, and that's just it. And then, and then yeah, you, you, they want it both ways. So. Exactly. And with enough time, everyone will be there. Let's say the progression system never wipes and we're two years into arena. Even the casuals will be there. Every raid, all 10 people will have Ristis, hex grids, and SA58s. It will and be the complete, yeah, it will be the complete antithesis of the desired outcome. And so, exactly. And, and you're right. They have to decide do they want. The, do they want the desired beginning or do they want the desired end? You yep. can't have it both ways. If you want the desired outcome, if you want people to play a certain way, you have to design a game in a way that allows them to play it that way. If you want to just design the game to be as close to real exactly. as, as possible and then let whatever happens happens, then you can't say that this is what you want because this is what you want. You can't have it both ways. And uh, Yeah, no, 100%. And, and don't let don't fall into the the pit of like I was watching X streamer and they're not making the same complaints you are. Yeah. Because when I I have seen all the top streamers fucking whiff a bunch of shots like, ah, yeah. oh, what the fuck? Now half the time they attribute it to the wrong thing. They might say net code or they might say hit reg, but really it's that they can't like they, exactly. they're not controlling the RNG of the recoil. Yeah. Most of the time they'll be bitching about like this gun feels like shit or whatever. Um, but they all have the same opinions. They yeah. all get stomped by people with other shit. They they hate the fucking aim punch. Yeah. But people go from you know my stream where I have the no armor M1 kit with the HHS, which is literally you go. Yeah, yeah. And I need to hit eight of those to kill the alting guy. Yeah. Against you know landmark who's got laser beam and he completely shits on me. And then he's like, well, see, he doesn't have these problems. Yeah. But if you ask Landmark, he'd be like, yeah. these are super unbalanced. Yeah. And that's the thing. I mean, in our chats, you know what I mean? Tower was in here. Some man is in here. Uh, Hambino was in here. All these people we've been fighting all day. You know, some man's five stack went against our five stack all day today. We're, we're all saying the same things. Exactly. We might have different suggestions on how to get there. We might you know, attribute it to different things, but we're all feeling the same thing. The feeling of just being like, man, I'm not in control of this. I don't have, you know, the, you know, the, the illusion of choice is, is never been more appropriate than for these class systems. You know what I mean? All, all day people are like, why are you using a PP19? It's like, man, I wish I wouldn't. And they're like, oh, well go CQB. And I'm like, I can't. Like that, th th all these kits is the illusion of, I can't, I'm running against wristies. I'm just going to die if I have a Keter, bruv. You know what I mean? So it's like, um, so yeah. All that to be said, here's what I want to end it on. I'm really, I really am vacillating between the two extremes. Uh, 
I have had some of the most fun I've had playing an Escape from Tarkov adjacent experience in the past four or five days that I've had in years. When it's working, and I don't mean working as in we're winning, like some of those early days when nobody had good kits, or when uh, when we go up against a, a squad that's appropriately skill level to us and gear, this game is so much fun. Oh the, my god, yes. It is so much fun. It, it when, when it's vibing, it's exactly what I want it to be. Quick, uh, intense, stressful, clutch-up moments. I got my first ace rounds today, and I was screaming at the top of my lungs. I haven't felt that good. I got my first 5-0 ace, dude, and it felt I was having so much fun. It's so much more of a communal game because we're running five stacks and we're memeing. Like I never, I hadn't laughed so hard than when Penis Man naded me after I was begging him not to nade me. Like I when I when I was flashed and running <laughs> and, and in the wall into the corner, completely blind, watching the kill cam, dude, was the best thing ever. I just lost and it was fucking hilarious. Yes. And then even from the competitive side, when we've when we've come back from like they're up four, we're down one, and we come back and win, even when we lose rounds, like when it's vibing, dude, it is some of the most, it is everything I've wanted out of the feeling emotionally. But what I have to realize is that that's because of the experience I'm having in spite of the game in a lot of instances and not because of it. It has potential. Every single thing we've talked about can be fixed. I don't expect it all to be fixed, but it all could be. And, and like, and, and well, and and I think you would agree. If you know, here's where we have arena right now, and here's like the perfect universe in the multiverse where they didn't make a single mistake. Yeah, it'd be the greatest game of all time. Yeah, with like. We get 50% of the way there with like low hanging stuff that could be done in less than a week. We don't get all the way there, but we we cross half of the entire gap with like the teammate indicator stuff, the just like a, the, an unranked mode, the ability to like some of the we wham and we get to a game where I can have so much fun 75% of the time. And then they fix they make the audio a little bit better and we're 75% of the way there. It's crazy. So so yeah, so all the whole podcast, and I get it. I get it because we've been shitting on this game the whole podcast. I get it. I've had a lot of people say it's DOA. I've had a lot of people say it's like I'm refunding it. You know, whatever. That's fine. Like you guys do you. Know that in spite of everything we said, I'm having some of the most fun I've had in a long time. The problem is, is that I'm only ever having the most fun or I'm having everything I hate about Tarkov distilled into a quicker, faster experience. And that yeah. emotional whiplash has been brutal. I got off like a 17-hour stream, and my wife was like, how is it? And I was like, I don't want to talk right now. <laughs> like Because I was like having so much fun, but then I was so pissed at the same time. It's just like... Imagine you, imagine you just met... Imagine you're at the fucking coffee shop, okay? And the most beautiful woman or, you know, man or whatever, whatever your thing is, you know, I'm not going to judge, come, came up to you and asked you for your number. And then you went on a date and it was fucking great. You had so much fun. It was super awesome. Everything's fantastic. And then you find out that they're like addicted to heroin or something. And you're like, 
like, okay, well, that's like a major problem, like straight from the get-go, like major. We're that close to like, if they can just yeah. go to rehab yeah. real quick, right at the beginning, get it done right now. Yeah. It's, it's the dream it's going the dream. forward, right? Otherwise, it's, it's, it's going to be Florida Man Cops episode for the rest of time, and it's not worth yeah. It's not worth, you know, Amber yeah. or whatever her name is. So, so like, it's the color of my energy, by the way, if you were wondering. <laughs> Amber. Yeah. Um, wait, you don't, do you, wait, do you get, do you get the reference? No. I'm sorry. Well, guys, it's been a good week. Yeah. Um, a good episode. This is the last uh, episode, I guess. Ever episode, ever. You've yeah. never heard Amber is the color of your energy in that fucking song? Like, oh. what, 311? Is that what they Amber say? Is the color of your yeah, what Whoa. did you think it was? Andrew is the color of your energy. Like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Oh, fuck. Well, I mean, at least you've heard. Listen, yeah, at least I've Dardu. heard the song. It's not Dardu, it's not but. Dardu. Bandstorm. Uh, all right. My voice hurts. Uh, well, yeah. Listen. Go to bed. Yeah, this was a good episode. So, so that's Arena. I know a lot of people have been looking forward to our episode. Um, that's that's Arana's thoughts. I know sometimes, like some of the people from BSU watch these. Like, as always, man. Like, all this comes from a place of just wanting to, it to see it succeed. Like, we love you. It's so close. It's so just, close. I implore you, listen to us. Reach out to me if you want some of the specific ideas. If you give a fuck. Hit me up. It's, That'll be super encouraging. Yeah, it's so close. It it really has the potential to be everything I wanted it to be, which is like some of the best of Tarkov distilled down to, um, distilled down to like its most you know purest form. But yeah, I don't know. That's it. Uh, but that's the stuff. That's the, that is the arena episode. You know, what's crazy is like legitimately next episode, we could be breaking down the wipe. Like the, the, the rumor mill is that it wipes on, uh, Tuesday, the 26th. So we'll see. Um, I'm, more arena. I'm not even interested in the wipe. No, I'm interested in, uh, I would be interested in an arena wipe. Yeah. Yeah. As long uh, as honestly, me to too. This again. Um, so yeah. Uh, I hope you get in, man. If you're not in by the time this episode airs, if you're not in when you're listening live, I really hope with all my heart they fix their stuff and you get in and you can play and have fun. I really do. I'm sorry it's so scuffed. It is the way it is. Uh, but thank you. Thank you guys for hanging. Thank you guys for being a part uh, of the podcast. Once again, if you want to see more content like this, if you want to see us mauled even more about all sorts of stuff, you can go to patreon.com slash the podcast pod the podcast pod uh our patreon is cool you get early access to these episodes and we do additional episodes offline that are only available to the patrons so thank you so much for the support everywhere we appreciate you guys thank you to hellofresh for sponsoring this episode and we will definitely see y'all on the next one peace